Hello and welcome to A Pint of Cthulhu, an actual play Call of Cthulhu podcast using Chaosium's 7th edition. In these scenarios you hear the voices of Soren J. Yes, sir, I have a legal substance. Don't worry about it, <laughs> Captain Hero Man, also known as Cap. Oh, God damn it, Theo, don't steal from the church. I told you that I can get you booze if you need it, for Christ's sake. The Red Toucan, also known as Toucan. I agree with... I agree with you, Ruth. I do, and I would like to think the justice system would keep would uh would have our backs on this, but we know it ain't. I think we need to get rid of the body somehow. Cartman. My arm, my arm. That madman shot at me. Help me, please. Myself, Matt. Get yourselves cleaned up first, and then we'll go and burn it down. I'll keep it for this scenario, and the writer. Jade. So the term automobumming refers to people tooling about in their autos and gasoline gypsies were those who did the automobumming, so... For these stories, I implore you to put up a chair at the bar and grab a pint of Cthulhu. So, hello. Today we are playing Taken for Granite. And, uh, I'm taking a step back, and instead we have the creator of Taken for Granite, Jade Griffin, as our DM today. Uh, would you like to say a quick hello? Hello. So, without further ado, take it away, Jade. Hello and welcome to uh, the Pint of Cthulhu version of Taken for Granite. Uh, we have six, sorry, we have five players for today. And I'm just going to jump on in with a section that I'm going to read to the players and we'll get right to it. So, uh, we have, first of all, uh, the characters of Drew McDermott, who is a quarry worker, uh, George Ames, who is a foreman on the quarry, Ruth Ann Moore, who is a farm girl, Hyacinth Clark, who is a librarian from England, and Theo is a kind of drifter and musician. And right now these people have found themselves in the town of Graniteville, Vermont. So, as I said, you're all in Graniteville, Vermont. It's the morning of Tuesday, November 28th, 1922. Two days before Thanksgiving. And you're all at the Granite Diner. It's one of the only eateries in town. Ruth Ann is delivering the milk. She likes the morning delivery best because of all the gossip. Hyacinth is sitting with John Cooper, her mentor, who was there before she arrived and is picking at his breakfast of sausage, eggs, toast, and hotcakes. She's here because she received a letter from her mentor. He says that there's going to be some trouble in town. Theo came early on the train to pick up holiday gigs at the local churches. This place is rumored to have nice people, according to his friend Mick, who lives here, but also loves to sleep in. Theo's waiting for Mick at the diner. Annalise has been here for a few hours. She works in the diner and has been serving, bussing, and taking orders. She is uh, usually a player character who's not going to be played tonight. Drew is watching Annalise work as he does most mornings, trying to be covert about his feelings. 
And George, the foreman, is watching Drew because, as the quarry foreman, he knows the other workers will usually listen to Drew and he wants to get a chance, sometime soon, to convince him maybe the strike now is not the best timing, this close to the holidays. The diner is abuzz with gossip. The strike at the Rock of Ages quarry is on everyone's mind. Three days ago, a German psychiatrist also moved into Sean and Bridget Harrigan's house. It's kind of odd how sudden they moved, but the doctor has been so nice providing mental healing to some upset strikers and also veterans of the Great War. That, and there's talk of a night baptismal at the local Catholic church tonight, so there's quite a bit of buzz in the air for talking. And that's the set of the scene. Uh, one other thing is I'll be going back and forth between roll 20. I wanted to try. You guys can look at the map. Can you see it? Mm -hmm. Can I see the map, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. The diner is number nine. It's dead center. Oh, uh, hang on. You mean the... We don't have the numbers. Hand out number uh, two, Carmen. Oh. Thank you. There you go. Yes, you do. Diner, diner number nine. There we go. Yeah, I can see it. Diner nine. Yep, got it. Okay. So for each of your characters, I, I gave a basic gist of what you're doing right now. But if you wanted to add a little bit of detail to help you guys acclimate to your characters, feel free. How about we start with Drew? Drew Did you is want to stay where there. you were or engage in anybody? <laughs> uh, Drew is probably sitting in, in the corner, doodling. Uh, probably doodling Annalise when in between glances at Annalise and uh, drinking his coffee. Excellent. Then he, spits it, then he spits it back out and goes, oh, decaf. <laughs> out in the 1920s. Um, George, what are you up to? Sorry, what was that? What are you up to, George? Ah, so I think George is going to be uh, sort of rubbing his little amulet, his little sigil hanging from his neck to his fingers. Strikes, probably. Realistically, it strikes nothing to do with the supernatural or anything, but any kind of bad luck or ill effect on his part is going to be. is going to have him thinking towards it. As you are well known for, it's not uh, uncommon to see the quarry foreman fondling one of his many medallions or tokens. Ruthann, what about you? Fondling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just first say that these characters were chosen by random number generator. So I'm going to be playing Ruthann, the 19-year-old farm girl today. <laughs> um, Glorious. This is gonna be. This is gonna be great. <laughs> And um, what is she doing right now? Is that the question? Uh-huh. All right, well, I've got a bit of backstory for her. Um, I've got no real reason that she be in the diner at the moment other than just enjoying a nice wee cup of coffee. Okay. Uh, she does do the deliveries. She's one of the only farms in town, but she can. she's more than welcome to get a free cup of coffee afterwards. Uh, this is also during Prohibition, so her family also provides things other than milk sometimes. And uh, the diner and other local establishments are always grateful for that. Excellent. So she's got a bit of gossip as well. 
yeah. So she's she probably in the corner. I don't know. She's probably found something gossiping about. I mean, who, who's who's good for gossiping? Annalise, maybe? Yeah, she's in the corner with Annalise while Drew's staring at them and she's having a wee get, bit of a gossip with her. Mm-hmm. And for our two out-of-towners who are not native to Graniteville, let's start with Theo. <clears throat> well, Theo's just kind of... Just come out of the men's loo, uh, spits on the floor a minute and goes, somebody might want to clean that up. Um, is there a piano in the diner or is there any kind of musical kind of... It's a diner. I mean, there could be. Yeah, I gotta ask: is is Theo literally asking that, or is is? Uh... I'm asking that. Sorry. <laughs> okay, there is not. <laughs> I ask because jukebox. it sounds. I've I've seen uh, Theo played many ways, and uh, they always they always have that type of uh, aura to them. So yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt Theo would ask that out loud. Yeah, yeah, I but suppose. No. Yeah, where's where's the nearest piano? Uh, if there isn't one, probably sigh and. See about getting a bit of pie or something, you know, before the day day starts. So like a wee harmonica, start setting up a tune. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe start. And to... that leaves us with uh, Hyacinth. Uh, you are sitting with your mentor. You were called here uh, via telegram. It wasn't even a postal letter. Uh, John Cooper is your mentor. You know that he owns a bookshop in town called Eclipse Books. And... Uh, you're not quite sure exactly why he called you here, but he seems very fidgety and nervous. His he, his eyes keep darting between the different people here. And um, if you wanted to try and start a conversation with him, go right ahead. Okay then, well, yeah, obviously, if you've been saying so. <coughs> Dr. Cooper, how can I, why are you looking so nervous today? Hold on, can we write oh, this down that can we write this down that Cartman is indeed from the UK and he is attempting a UK accent <laughs> when he is indeed from the UK. So He's trying his face. Come on. I'm, I'm gonna try and do it in a female way because he got confused, okay? It's like Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> Carry on. I, I've always been told the harder I try, the hot you know, the better I get. It's okay. Go on. So yeah, I'll uh, take that from the top, so... <coughs> Dr. Cooper, how are you today? <laughs> I've got to get whimsical instead of women's. <laughs> not that I don't appreciate the title of doctor, it's, it's just Mr. Cooper. Uh, I know that there are some very odd occurrences in town, but I don't think that it's safe to talk here at this time. Uh, I know that I called you here. Uh, feel free to, if you would like to have the rest of my breakfast, but I need to go back to my shop and prepare something. Can you meet me there at Eclipse Books in two hours? Uh, well, yes, well, yes, I, I can do that. I mean, I'll just uh, sit here and finish up breakfast and I'll catch up with you later. Uh, excellent. Uh, if you can feel comfortable, feel free to ask anyone around town, any of the locals, uh, if they've noticed anything strange, anyone acting odd. Uh, I will see you back at the bookshop. Why, well, yes. Uh, t take care. I'll um, I'll ask around and see what's happening. And he gets up and leaves quickly. Okay. So, 
then Hyacinth is just gonna sit there a minute and you know finish her, her breakfast and uh, then he's um <laughs> she is gonna you know just uh finish off his breakfast too <laughs> yeah that's a big breakfast but feel free yeah dig in uh <laughs> as john cooper leaves, <laughs> has entered the diner and she's carrying a whole bunch of flyers and she's handing them out very liberally I'm gonna post this one, showing this one to the players too. Let me know if everyone can see this handout three. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, the flyer says, Come experience the wonders of the night baptismal with Father Romano and his special guest to be welcomed by the congregation. November 28th, 8 p.m. It's on fancy paper. And I don't know if you've you've seen the kids these days. They do the make it rain with money. That's kind of like what she's doing with these pamphlets. She's very generously handing them out. Big fan of Father Romano. Sorry, what was that? I said I'm a big fan of Father Romano. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you go to his church. Uh, The Catholic Church is one of two churches in town. It's the largest one, and it also has the largest congregation. The other one is a Baptist church, and for the locals, you know that it is run by Pastor Ward. And what are you guys up to right now? This lady graciously handing out all of these lovely flyers. I'd probably take one of the flyers and look it over. Theo being more of a kind of a drifter, not really quite having much of a belief in things I think and that is the cue for our action did that sound come through okay? I yep. thought, that, I thought <laughs> yes, you'd wonder what the hell that was for a minute <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, was, I, thought, I thought that was real <laughs> I was, I was really awkward okay. interruption yeah, I was just relieved it wasn't me for once <laughs> no, no, it was definitely not you uh, the sound that you have just heard was a combination of shattering glass and you also smell the scent of gasoline and engine exhaust flooding in because what has happened is a vehicle has literally crashed through the front of the diner spraying shards of glass everywhere please make a dodge roll Jesus really is action hold on a second uh... Alright, Georgie boy, here's your dodge. Uh, Drew has failed it as a 90 to 32. Yeah, I succeeded. Oh God, I failed it as well. <laughs> Everyone else failed. By two. I managed to get out of the way. I'd like to uh, just say, like, I'm failed. holding a pie and I just kind of pick it up just before it comes in. <laughs> just there's now yeah, just no counter, just pie. <laughs> I got 90 versus 25 there, so I actually jumped towards the moving car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take me, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> Anyone who fails uh, gets 1d3 damage from the shards of glass. Did it have to be a d3? uh, Yeah. I got one damage, so that's okay. I've got one as well. Another one. And one. Ah, you're on a roll. We're all lucky. Yeah. I mean, I could have been lucky. I could have passed the dodge. Oh, fair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyone who uh, is Oh, it's only one damage from everybody, so we're all good. Uh, yes, so you just have had this vehicle drive straight through the front window of the diner and is crashed through. What do you want to do? 
um, seeing that uh, well, <clears throat> some of the characters obviously jumped towards the moving car. <laughs> probably just <laughs> give him a poke and you, uh, you, you, you all right there? I'm saying Drew. Like, Are you referring to the and, the PCs? And... Yeah, PCs. So I would say Drew is immediately going to jump up and panic because he's going to think, Where, where's Annalise? Where's Annalise? And he's going to run over to make sure she's okay. So, like, look where she was at. I will tell you that she actually was in the back getting another set of uh, plates from the, the back area where they wash the dishes. So she wasn't anywhere near the destruction. Oh, so he's going to bring a sigh of the relief and he's going to be like, okay. Oh, now he's got a piece, like he's got one damage. So there's like a piece of shard just like sticking out of his chest. He's like, oh, 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 yeah. this, this area. Okay. <laughs> and as the dust settles and people start to realize what happened, there are some rising voices of panic from various townsfolk who are eating at the diner. There are other people who are injured. Um, the vehicle does not appear to be running anymore. Like the engine isn't on. So at least that's good. Well, being the town gossip that she is, I think um, Ruth Ann here is going to be poking her head into the window to see who the hell this was that just drove into the into the mm -hmm. diner. Uh, there are two people in the vehicle. Uh, the driver is Sal Bernardi. He is a quarry worker. And the passenger is Mick McLeod, who is actually Theo's friend. Uh, seeing this, I'll go over and you know, give Mick a quick slap on the face to see if he's still breathing. Um, uh, he he definitely is still breathing. Um, but other than that, you could try a first aid to see if you can do something for him. Yay! <laughs> Twenty out of thirty. Oh, good. Uh, he's still breathing, and he doesn't appear to have too much wrong with him. He looks like he's developing a bruise on his head. Got a, a goose egg forming from some sort of uh, hit to the forehead, most likely sustained in the crash. Uh, when you inspect his eyes, though, they appear to be clouded over by some kind of dark sheen. Ooh. I mean, I knew he slept in, but I didn't think he'd slept in that long. Like his entire eye looks like it's filled with a crusty black substance. Ew. Ooh. Nice one, Krusty. I like it. Uh, Mick, Mick, you, you might want to get that looked at. Uh, I thought we talked about this and your strange activities, but you now need to go see a doctor for sure. Uh, he's not saying anything. He still seems to be in a daze, but the driver appears to be muttering something. Uh, you can try uh, listen check anybody who'd like to who's close by. Oh yeah, Ruth's okay. right there. She yeah. she's she's all about that. Let's have a wee listen check. Extreme success. Three three versus yeah. seventy. Ooh. Oh look it's at that. For me as well. Oh might as well. <laughs> True. That's okay, I'm not surprised. Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Might as wow. well hundred versus oh. sixty crit fail. So uh, the theo just went <laughs> Yeah, it, just, it went surprisingly deaf. <laughs> Theo, how amazing. Mick can throw his voice and he says that you suck. Uh <laughs> For those who made the success, uh, Sal can be heard muttering about um, forbidden knowledge and 
terrifying tea. Very strange things to say for somebody who just went through a car crash. Hidden knowledge and terrifying tea. Yes. All right. Well, I'm a coffee man myself, but I would call tea terrifying. <laughs> Most people would not. I mean, my dad makes a pretty shit cup of tea, but yeah, again, not, not <laughs> as scary as that. <laughs> While well, you guys are still recuperating from any damage you sustained, from looking over what's going on with the drivers. Oh, uh, speaking of the damage, actually, um, mm -hmm. what kind of damage are we talking about here? I only took one bit of damage. Am I able to like wrap my wounds or something? Try and get that oh, yeah. HP back? Do we first aid check there? You're not going to bleed out. What <laughs> <laughs> HP damage? Um, if you really want to do uh, a heal, you can. Uh, you go right ahead. Just wondering if uh, wrapping my wounds would help, that's all. I failed it's anyway, much, it's fine. Uh, I failed the roll. Never mind. Scratches <laughs> from the glass. You were not impaled by any sort of shrapnel or metal. Nobody, you know, picked up a knife and started shanking you or anything. So <laughs> that's all good. Okay, she's fine. She's just scratched. <laughs> Except for the, the failure there, Ruthann. Uh, what are you trying to do, Ruthann? Oh, I was just trying to get my HP back, but it's fine. <laughs> we can move on. I feel the roll. <laughs> this starts okay. talking in games. Wait, hold on. Can I try? I know. Okay. It's one doing HP. That, doing that Drew is, I mean, he's he's a quarry worker, and he this doesn't really phase him. He's already covered in scars anyway, so he just kind of pulls out whatever shard or whatever. Like He's just got scrapes and burns or whatever. Not burns, but scars and scratches or whatever. Uh, but he sees her, so he's gonna take off. He's gonna rip up his sleeve, rip off his sleeve of his shirt, and try to use it as a tourniquet. So can I also try to use a first a tourniquet? Aid on a scratch. A tourniquet on a, yeah, I don't think you need a tourniquet. <laughs> not a tourniquet. Not a tourniquet. Bandage it up. A wrong turn of phrase. Even then, but like. Okay, I look. Sure. I'm not good in real life with first aid. Okay, as like, you can tell. This is you like seriously extremely. <laughs> This is seriously this, extremely it's charming right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite taken aback by totally this. you totally got it. You totally got it. That's a hard yeah. success. You, I, you look very manly scratch. while like the, doing it. It's like the size of a like a band aid would fix it, but no, I tear off my entire sleeve of my arm to <laughs> to bandage Drew, up this tiny little cut. Drew, that's with that's your hard success. Girl, uh, she, she, uh, she, Annalise she, noticed. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and Ruthann's looking in, looking in his eyes the whole time, smiling. She's she's quite taken back by this nice uh, nice gesture. Ah, yeah, love triangles one. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody wanted to either inspect the car, take a look around, I'll do anything else? I'll take a look at else? the old car, shall we? What would you like me to roll? Uh, it's just a basic spot hidden, or if you wanted to kind of figure so out, out if there's anything wrong with the actual vehicle, you could do either drive auto or mechanical repair. Um, um, well, I've just got the spot hidden, but I can see about maybe. No, one? actually, I'll try for the mechanical repair. Go for it. Might as well. And a failure. All right, Ruth notices George doing this and tries to help him, um, and she also fails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So Drew is like, well, I mean, I guess it's I can car. do something. It's whatever. Let's. Let's see here. So, Drew hey. succeeds uh, twenty-nine Drew, to forty. Hero nice. again. He's came in and he's helped <laughs> Ruth twice now. Oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, machinery 
that the quarry uses that Drew has helped out on. Uh, the car just looks like it was fine. Uh, you're thinking maybe it was operator error for the vehicle. Given the fact that um, one of the player characters has found out that their their eyes uh, were completely covered over for, I think it was Sal you looked at, hmm? that uh, maybe he was blinded by whatever it was. Hmm. What does this boy Aiden get? Uh, for food spot hidden. Oh, I see. I saw the other ones up there. Are you looking around the diner, around the car, or outside of the diner? Uh, let's go for the car. Obviously, it's just coming. Okay. In. You don't see anything wrong, but I usually use spot hidden to denote any sort of smells as well. Something else, uh, along with the scent of uh, machine oil and gasoline, something you don't smell. You do not smell alcohol. Hmm. Yeah. Not drunk driver this time. Well, Mick, you definitely weren't drunk this time. I don't know about your buddy there, but uh, don't smell any booze. Not the hooch, guys. Must be this weird crap in their eyes. Some people out on the street are coming up to the diner to lend assistance to because it was quite a spectacle from the street. And one of the people that uh, is approaching you guys are familiar with if you're local and I'll put his picture up as well Drew's still got the heroic mindset he's walking out carrying people like a firefighter awesome <laughs> not even carrying you're people the who are hurt just like yeah like the, the but they're all just like <laughs> smitten with him yes. and they're like well, just let it they just, <laughs> they just go limp and accept it they're like ah Okay. Yeah, Ruth keeps going back in to get carried out again. <laughs> it's like, she's been carried out like four times Drew, now. Drew, you are then the first person to notice uh, that Father Romano is coming up to enter the diner, and he's got two or three uh, churchgoers with him, people who are members of the, his congregation, and they're here to help too. Father. What's oh. going on, Father? How are you? Oh, well, I was fine this morning. This is quite uh, an accident here. What happened? Oh, here's a car. You know you know how it is. <laughs> a little too much. He does a little two-finger looking on, like, of drinking. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing to worry about. We got it. Can I hear this? Uh, this is not being kept quiet. It's uh, just right on the outside of the diner where the car has broken through the glass, so anyone inside would probably be able to hear this as well. I'd like to pop my head up at this point and be like, actually, uh, they ain't drunk. There's there's no booze. Can't smell oh. any alcohol on them. Oh, come on now. Who else would be d dumb enough to just plow their car through the dryer, through the diner if they weren't drinking? Have you seen their eyes? Uh, I'm sure that, uh, uh, come along, come along. He's uh, gesturing to his congregation members. We'll go ahead and transport them carefully to Doc Eddings. For the locals, you're aware that Doc Eddings is not only the only doctor in town, his clinic also doubles as the only vet in town. Uh, Ruthann, you are the most familiar with him as you have assisted him on several occasions. It's not uncommon for people to take all of their ills to the doctor. 
Just make sure you're going in to be fixed in the right kind of way. Yeah, he doesn't sneak So uh, Father Romano is directing his fellow congregation members and a few other people from the diner to help him take uh, Mick and Sal to Doc Eddings. And if anyone else wants to roll a spot hidden, they can. I think, uh, or do I'll... any other sort of investigatoriness. Ah, hard success. 13 of 60. Um, Ruth spots nothing, failed 97 to 70 because she's far too busy watching Drew work. <laughs> I'm carrying her. I'm still kind of. <laughs> Are you still carrying people, Drew? Oh, yeah, I've got. I would, okay. Yeah, I would say she's. he's yeah, still Ruth. carrying. Yeah, he's definitely carrying Ruth. We already figured that. He's definitely carrying Ruth. I don't know who else he's carrying, but I would say he's carrying two people. And it's not even like comfortable. Okay. It's like. You know, it's like he's got his arms like a monkey kind of thing. Like he's like his hands are on his yeah, hips. Yeah, yeah. So like the a... <laughs> person that you're carrying that's not Ruth Ann uh, is tapping you to be let down. She's kind of swatting you with her purse. Let go. It's Theo. <laughs> Theo, where'd you get this purse? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, Theo. Oh, not Theo. Sorry, Theo I'm so sorry. My bad, Theo. Sorry. <laughs> Did you really carry Theo out? To I carried. You? I carried everyone. No one stepped out of the room. No one stepped <laughs> out of the diner. Everybody was carried. Uh, oh, oh, okay oh, then. Oh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> this is the level we're having. Not being picked up. I'm gonna swing. Oh. Okay, uh, Drew. I'm actually gonna give you a disadvantage because you have a hard success on your spot hidden. The thing that you see across the street is Pastor Ward. He is watching the whole scene of presumably the car accident and the after effects of the car accident with a very blank expression on his face. He is just standing there, staring at you all. Hmm. And Theo, go for it. Uh, Drew, I assume, was not expecting this. So, um, so beforehand, <laughs> being picked up and, uh, and being accused of having a purse, Theo takes immediate oh, okay. reaction to this. Oh, I, I don't yes. need a purse, and I don't need some other bloke carrying me out. Thank you very much. I'm just basically uh, sucking to the gut. With his okay. with, with the purse that he has in his hand. <laughs> Excuse. Okay, you don't need a purse. Then whose purse is that? Did you? It ain't mine. You drifter. Are you still? Are you stealing these ladies' purses while this whole catastrophe is going down? I don't even know where it came from. You picked Why? it up. You picked. I picked you up. You had it in your hands. It's in your arm. <laughs> You're in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what you're doing during all this time. <laughs> Can I roll for damage? <laughs> uh, oh. Yep. I'm about to say, you gotta First do a little damage. I, I had disadvantage, so I failed the dodge. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh gosh. Take one more. All right. <laughs> I've got two damage. Oh. Bloody hell. <laughs> this is a going off great. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what do you guys want to do next? I think George is going to try and break up the idiot brawl at the moment. Okay. Uh, is Ruth just limp in my other arm? <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing, Ruth? Ruth is fully swindled. Yeah. Ruth is surprisingly happy being fucking held like Donkey Kong holds a barrel up on your shoulder. Just... 
She's uh, just watching things go girl, down. But she's not as small as Annalise. She, Annalise is kind of very petite. That makes a better practice. Be able to carry Annalise very easily. <laughs> he just realized hey. he's not carrying Annalise and he drops both of them and runs back inside to look for Annalise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that damage is... back that you just healed. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise is not impressed with your doting right now, and now she's got an entire day and a half of work cleaning up all of this mess. So, she wants you out so that she can work. <sighs> okay, comes out with head in shame. Head hung in shame. Denied. Not going too well for you, lover boy. Maybe next time. What are you two possessed? Why are you fighting and have seen a car accident? He picked me up. This man stole some lady's purse. He had the purse in his hand before I even got picked up. I'd like to point that out. Well, how did I okay. have a purse in my hand? I was picking up people. I didn't pick up a purse. Why did you have a purse? You're trying did to you pick up someone and leave the purse behind when you dropped them? I mean, I don't know why I would have had their purse in my hand if they were in my hand. They would have had the purse in their hand, so if I dropped him, they would have took the purse with him. This is the most so interesting his, call of Cthulhu mystery yeah. ever. His his <laughs> story is falling apart at the seams. It's clear he's trying to he's perch snatching, purse snatching. So you're just gonna sigh and just. It was tucked in your pocket, you dumbass. How do I fit a purse in my pocket? Is my pocket? Hang on a minute, that's my purse. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery it's song now we continue the story <laughs> we, we all lived happily ever after <laughs> and in the meantime uh, Pastor Ward is still simply staring at you yeah. you are over there Pastor he's on the other side of the street if you wanted to go talk to him you can I to walk over and yeah. you alright there Father uh, but I don't know if he, uh, if Theo would know he's a pastor or if he's like a, just a member of the church. Uh, Theo might not, but if the others have been talking about having noticed him or if somebody else said, hey, Pastor Ward from across the street, he'd be able to pick that up. Yeah. Uh, no one has been talking to Pastor Ward directly unless I missed who was speaking and first called out no, no. a no, no. Pastor Ward. Okay. No, I think the only person that saw it was Drew, wasn't it? I've had, I was the only one that did the spot hidden. So was that, was Drew the only mm -hmm. one that actually it, saw Pastor Ward? He's right. He's and very Heisen noticeable well, right now, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Heisen saw it. Oh. And you said you were getting ready to cross the street and go talk to him? Yeah, got him. Uh, before you can get there, the I don't have a picture of this individual... But the locals are familiar with this particular person. It is Constable Seville. You can tell he is in a constable's uniform. It's uh, what this district of the U.S. would refer to as the chief of police for this particular town. And he holds up his hands. He's clearly stopping you guys because he wants to talk. He points at the diner and says, What the hell happened over there? Car came through the window. Uh, Mickey and his friend driving. Not drinking, though, surprisingly. Some worker from the quarry or something was driving. I'll be the judge of whether they were drinking or not. Huh? Um, are they still over there? Nah, you'd pass to pick them up. Uh, you'd have to go. 
talk about it. The pastor? Yep. The one standing right over there? Oh, no. Catholic one. Father Romano. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Father Romano. I'm familiar. I will go talk to him shortly. Uh, have they been assessed? Were they injured? Uh, Anyone grievously hurt? I got to look at Mickey's eyes. It looked like there was all sorts of black shit in them. Black shit. That's a new one. Ugh. The constable know. chews on his cigar and rolls his eyes. This day's been nothing but shit the whole time. You want to? You wouldn't believe that? what I had to put up with already. I can see right, the cigar. Gossip here. Ruth's moving in closer to have a wee listen. Wait, you say it's been a shitty day? What the fuck else has happened? Well, aside from old Bill, who I found running down the street, raving like a madman... Before that, earlier today, I had to lock Teddy in a cell. That 10-year-old boy was stabbing his dad. Stabbed him like 15 times. Damn. Now he won't say anything. He ran yeah. into my knife. He ran into my knife. Ah, <laughs> oh, childhood. We've all been there, have we not? Yeah. Uh, this town just keeps hey, getting better Teddy's and better. Teddy's a good kid. Our boys play ball together. Well, I'm saying there's something weird going on here. I'm just going to walk towards you, swinging my arms with a knife in my hand, and if you get hurt, it's your fault. <laughs> okay, Lisa Simpson. <laughs> good kid. Sounds like obviously not a good kid if he's stabbing his dad. Do you want a light oh. for that cigar, by the way? You know, the, you know uh, those are bad for you, right? You're not from around here. Nope. So you can stay out of it. And no, I don't need no light. Just for show, then, huh? Eh, we all get nicotine in our own way. Shut the hell up. If you need me, I'll be at the constabulary. The constabulary? Oh, wait, shit, never mind. Yeah, that's where the constable is. I, I know. <laughs> I just heard it. I was like, oh, shit. Jane, Jesus, you, were this, you were this close to just trying to jump on her. Are you? Wow, Jane, come on. She knows what no, she's doing. No, I wasn't doing. jumping on her. I thought the constable had a fucking stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the constabulary. I don't know how people like, keep getting stabbed. Job. Give me a second. Let me go to the constabulary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, looks like someone's falling on my knife again. Oh, no. Fifth time this week. Make sure to take all of the uh, stabby implements away from people when you're in the constabulary. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Only the stabbiest citizens can have access. Yes, I, you need uh, a permit to stab. I reckon we should go take. Uh, is the pastor, the pastor, the non-Catholic one, still across the street? Yes, yes, he is. Ah, right. Head over to him then. Uh, he just stands there. Give him a hey, pastor, you Did you say you poke him? Yeah, give him a poke. Yeah, yeah. You, you right, buddy? <laughs> uh, he does not react in any way whatsoever. Pa Pass, are you right? Can I check his eyes? He just looks at you. Oh, they look fine. Uh, a little vacant, maybe, of expression, but he is very aware that you're standing there and he is staring at you. Hmm. Well, Drew's going to cross the street and kind of join them, I would assume. And uh, I would say Drew's going to grab him by the collar and give him a little slap, wake him up. 
<laughs> Not using the purse. <laughs> Who's doing the slapping? Drew. Drew, you really like to slap this time. Uh, um, we all are a bit slap happy sometimes. Wow. Uh, he he neither attempts to dodge nor does he react in any way and takes the slap. Weird. What are you doing? Shit. Slapping a priest? He just looks full. at you. What are you doing? You hit me in the yeah, stomach. Don't even rude. start with me. <laughs> slap right, you again in a minute. At this, at this point, it's pretty clear something's wrong with our dear pastor. I'll actually put up a picture of Pastor Ward so that you can see him. He's the prettiest pastor we ever did see. Oh, he's only no, younger than I really thought he was. think he's that. It's Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not a bad looking guy. Yeah. Mm, not bad. Now he's got a bruised cheek. I feel horrible for bruising such a yeah. beautiful face. I fall on my knees <laughs> <laughs> in disgrace. Repentance to our Lord and Savior. Ruth's there comforting you by just putting her hands on your shoulder. <laughs> All right. All right, Pastor, you ain't reacting. Shit or fuck, I'm gonna. If you don't mind, sir, I'm gonna get you, get you to some some help. So I'm gonna start lead, trying to lead him away towards the vet slash doctor because he might be in shock or something. I don't know. He's witnessed a car crash and got diner. And he's just fucked off mentally. Yeah, Ruth was going to suggest um, that, but she's not comfortable speaking yet. So that's okay. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, moving a rock. He doesn't really budge, uh, but he does say. I do not require assistance. He sure look like he's a robot. Yeah, they would know that. In the uh, he looks down at himself <laughs> briefly and then looks at you um, and doesn't say anything. Okay, I think this is severely creeping George out by now. Um, I'd like to point out at this point, Theo's just going to go like, well, I'm going to see how old Mickey Boy is doing, see if he's uh, snapped out of his state. Uh... Priesty dudes, keep doing you. Walks yeah. off. Ruth will follow uh, along with you because uh, she's curious. Um, she knows the doctor well. She knows the father well. And um, she wants to find out what the hell happened. So she'll follow along with, what is that, Theo? Hmm. You're, you're Theo, Matt, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so she'll follow him along to the to the vet doctors to see what's going on. George is going to cross himself and take a closer look at the has to see if anything seems off of him physically at all, other than him being a wee bit creepy at the moment. Uh, nothing appears off with him. Yeah. Uh, then George is going to clutch his arm with his chest and keep like a wary eye on Pastor Albert Ward if, as, she, as he backs off and goes to join the others. I think Ruth looks back to see if Drew is following yet. I was going to see if everybody is going toward uh, Doc Edding's clinic, or is there anyone staying behind? Um, I would say... She beckons to Drew to follow along. She just beckons. Like... I, well, I, feel, I feel like Drew would stay just because Annalise is there. He's going to try and help. He help clean up or something. I mean, I just feel like character-wise he would stay. This but... feels like a rebuffing at hearts, but she carries on. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you don't need him, wow. Tuts. You got Theo. <laughs> Immediately swoon. So, uh, Annalise is again trying to tell you that she's got this. It makes her look bad if you don't let her do her job. 
She appreciates the help, but they're already getting together a gang to move the car out of here, so you can just back off. It's fine. Uh, well, well, I mean, if you, you know where to find me if you, if you need me. You know, just, just let me know, all right? You're sure you're okay, too. I do. <sighs> yes. All right. Well, let me know. Let me know if you need anything. He'll just scoot on out. My God, it's good that with the left already, she wouldn't be happy with Annalise treating him like that. Uh, this is actually not very uncommon. Annalise usually acts like this. <laughs> so you guys, uh, walk on over to Doc Edding's clinic. Uh, looking at the map, the clinic is number eleven, and. A little bit below the diner and when you get there uh, there's a little bit of a hubbub going on some other people from the diner with very minor scratches some bruising uh, looks like one of the people from the diner is holding their arm you don't know if it's broken or just you know severely scratched up it appears to be bandaged and uh, bleeding a little bit um, so it's a very small clinic there is a front room where people can sit and wait to be seen. And Ruth Ann, you're familiar with this. In the back is a table. It can be used for all sorts of people or animals to be treated on. And Doc Eddings actually lives upstairs. And that's the whole place. There isn't really much to this clinic. Yeah, Ruth Ann's very familiar with this. So she just goes straight up to the doctor and offers her assistance. Well, you definitely find him in the back. And uh, he says, grateful you're here. Good. You done the triage work before? Go out to the front, grab some uh, alcohol and some bandages, and take care of those people out there while I handle this. And Ruthann, while you're back there, you can see he's dealing with a man who has uh, some glass shards that Doc Eddings is using tweezers to pick out of his face, and uh, there's a large gash in the man's arm that you presume he's going to be sewing up next. It, it does all not seems appear to pretty be normal. bleeding at so this time. So Ruth will just follow orders and do what, you, do what she was told. Okay. Can I... Firstly, is there a piano in here? <laughs> Sorry, Theo. Secondly, <laughs> secondly can, I, uh, can I find Mick? Well, go ahead and take a look around. Uh, do you want to roll anything for that or just look around? This is where we find That's out that Theo has sure. a piano phobia instead of no. talent. Eighty-five out of sixty. He loves a piano. Uh, well, it's been a while. Maybe I missed him. I suppose you could try a social skill and see if anybody's seen them. Social skills would be Ooh. charm, fast talk, persuade, or if you really want to risk it, intimidate. None of those are pretty good. So he's a musician and he's bad at social skills. Where is yes, oh, a musician. I play piano. I keep away from people. You should really hear him play, though. Nope. Uh, it's the person we're trying to find one of the quarry workers. Um, you would recognize them on site, George, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you don't really see any of the quarry workers here. Hmm. Aside, you know, from Drew, who shows up a few minutes later. 
Hmm. Uh, Theo, I might suggest because you're new in town, maybe some of these other folks who seem to be trying to take charge here, they're probably local. You can maybe ask them if they could sweet talk the other people for you. Uh, <laughs> They've seen Mick. Yeah, I mean, if anyone can help Theo find Nick, uh, Mick, sure. then I'll ask. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Rathan's got a pretty high charm score. Yeah. Yeah. George uh, ate too bad for Yeah. Hey, can, uh, when do you help me find my buddy? Yeah, I'm supposed to be crashing on his couch, and, uh, well, if he's dead, then I need to find another couch. If he's dead, I need to find another worker. Uh, and I'm gonna try and persuade folks to tell me if they've seen what happens to him after the pastor. George, everybody loves you in this town. You have no problem wow. getting whatever information you want. <laughs> so, uh, the people here, uh, you talk to a woman who is actually a teacher in town, one of like three teachers, and she says that she has not seen them uh, since the diner crash. She was actually one of the women who was in the diner, and she commented on how frightening that was. And... Uh, that's about all she knows. Uh, another person, a man, speaks up and says uh, he thought that he saw uh, Father Romano walking with uh, the people carrying with Sal and Mick, but they didn't come to Doc Eddings. Did you see where they went? The pastor said he was taking them to the Doc. Where'd my buddy go? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see where they went. Why would he take me um, to the church if he's got crap in his eye and he needs to have it looked at? Not go to a bloody healing churchy place. He is a pastor. I don't know, but uh, when I got here, I was one of the first people at the clinic after that crash at the diner, and there was somebody here with another weird medical thing going on too. You see that that uh, uh, man over there? Uh, he says he's been here in weird things, even though you can't hear anything else anybody else is saying. And uh, this gentleman is pointing to a blonde-haired man sitting by himself. Uh, he looks uh, a little upset and nervous, and he's wringing his hands, but he's just sitting quietly. Hmm. Uh, George is going to go up to him and ask if uh, that's what's going on with him, see if it's similar. Maybe it's infectious, it's going to spread around town. Whatever he's going on is similar to the eye gunk issues. Uh, the gentleman uh, sees you approaching, but when you're talking to him, uh, he pauses for a second and his mouth uh, hangs open briefly. He says, I can't hear you! Fucking hell. Say it in a particular accent? Drew's going to walk up to him and like put his face no. like three or four do, inches do, do, from do. it and go, we have some questions for you. And he yells back in your ear. Uh, his eyes, by the way, are perfectly clear and blue-gray color. I can't hear anything! Theo's okay. going to push past with a pen and a paper. If, uh, if you can find one, write it down. Did you see what happened? Just look at everyone and be like, God damn, you guys are dumb. Matt Vinny, his Gee, I wish I thought of that. 
To be fair, Ruth, uh, Ruth's over there helping people. She's she's doing some first aid and shit. Huh? Someone's bound to have some pencil and paper on them somewhere. Or, if not that, a pen and paper. Uh, Doc Eddings has some in the back. If Ruth Ann notes that you guys need some assistance, no matter what, you'll be able to write a message to this guy. And he shakes his head. Hmm. Well, he yeah, just kind of goes, well, I'm out of ideas. George is dead. I woke up deaf! Fuck, okay. Can I write down a piece of paper? <laughs> yes, but no one else did. Shut up. <laughs> Gee, I wish I could uh, read. He pulls back away from you. <laughs> Paper's going to be confiscated by George at the moment. Oh. He's quite curious. Okay, uh, yeah, he pulls back away from, from your uh, antagonistic attitude. This group only knows antagonism. <laughs> yeah. Ruth Ann, you're doing uh, pretty good with your bandaging and stuff. Uh, this this group of people is seems to be chatting with uh, this blonde-haired guy by himself who's been yelling things. <laughs> yeah, is there anything that I can see from like the people that have been helping? Is there Has there been anything that I've noticed on them? Is it just basically just glass scratches, that sort of thing? No. Oh, just a lot of scratches. Nothing out of the ordinary. So these are just ordinary but, people uh, helping. Yeah, you probably were able to overhear the conversation about uh, that blonde guy over there uh, can't hear anything. Oh yeah, they were loud enough about it. Of course, I heard that. Mhm. Mm uh, you know a lot of people in town. That blonde gentleman right there actually works in Mick's candy shop, and you've delivered um, moonshine to him and Mick's candy shop many times. Nice. Uh, so candy you're familiar man. with who that blonde guy is. His name is Jake. All right. Um, Jake, order moon, uh, deliver the moonshine, that kind of thing. Nothing really to do with that being him being deaf. Um, maybe ask him if the same happened to... Oh, God, you're going to make me speak, aren't you? You have to... <laughs> That's actually to this girl's voice. Oh, you've been point. trying to avoid the accent. I, mean, that, yeah. I wondered why you were so Keep quiet. describing what she's doing Good rather luck. than speaking. <laughs> All right, Cap, um, bring out your best country girl accent you can do. Uh, uh, right, so what was sorry? Why, sure, just imagine that you're Applejack from My Little Pony, and you got it. <laughs> it's the one Cap. Until oh, now, every one of Cap's characters has been Scottish on purpose. Cap <laughs> is a brony. Cap <laughs> is a brony. Right. Yay. So let me get that information again. He's Jake, and he works in the candy shop, and I've delivered moonshine to him and his, what is it, his friend? Uh, yeah, Mick is actually the owner of the local candy shop. Mick is also Theo's friend. You know that Mick plays music in a sub-level speakeasy that he has in the basement of his candy shop. Okay, so um, I see all of them shouting yeah. at each other. and um, Yep, that's real noticeable. I, Everybody can hear that. And I'll give them that information, so what am I going to say here? Oh, hey there, lads. That there is Jake. <laughs> Yay! What? Alvin and the chipmunks sounding. <laughs> I love it. Um, maybe tell them where he works and stuff. <laughs> no, no, keep going with it, Cap. Okay. It's great. Go keep it now. Oh, hey there, lads. That there is Jake. <laughs> <laughs> he works in the candy shop with old Mick. 
There's a speakeasy below it. We are the Lollipop Guild, Lollipop Guild, Lollipop Guild. <laughs> <laughs> we shall continue on. There is nothing wrong with that. I think it's delightful. So, carrying on. Uh... Jake says, I can't hear you! We fucking know that, buddy. Uh, George is gonna I'm write starting down to be able ask. to read lips, though! George's gonna write down and ask if, uh, what exactly this man's been hearing. Like a high-pitched whining or some shit? Or, like, voices? Um, do you want him to shout it out, or do you want him to write it down? Write cause... it down. <laughs> He'll do either one. <laughs> George is very sus of people right now after the past has been so Okay. Weird. I assume George taps the, the pen on the paper and hands it over to Jake. Yeah. Jake scribbles down a message, and the message says, um, sounds like uh, a lot of noise, but if you could give that noise some sort of temperature and physical form and it's like pressure on your brain huh. that don't sound too right no so can um because i'm higher sims in this room with everyone else can i do a spot hidden have a look around see if there's anything out of the ordinary Sure. Uh, with Jake, or with the clinic, or with other people? Um, just in general, around the, the people, in the in the clinic, in the clinic. Um, just, yeah, there you go. Extreme success. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything quite off at the clinic itself, uh, although you can... Is there uh, anything leaning to the occult? Anything to the strange? I mean, I've been sort of, no, I've been no. sort of quietly picking up um, the information here in the background, watching the other clowns just clowning about because they just Cartman, you are a king clown. I know, but mm -hmm. but I'm trying to you play. You are His Majesty. I'm the, trying the to play Hyacinth Cooper, Clark, Clark. Clark. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you already forgot the last name. Like that's a show. Foreshadowing, <laughs> or is that wishful thinking? I try my hardest. I swear. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you do see with your extreme success is nothing wrong with the clinic. However, Jake, when you look at him, you can see that there's some black stuff coming out of his ears. Oh, shit. Interesting. Well yeah. damn, it's the same as the black stuff that was on their eyes. <laughs> yes, yes it is. That's it's right. very gooey and, and, and disgusting, really. What shall we do? This isn't actually a gooey substance. This appears more Crusty. like a. Yeah, kind of crystalline, powdery, shiny black shit. Kind of get uh, another pencil and kind of poke at it and, you know, see if it moves. Sure, you can. You might want to tell Jake to. Hold still, because he's gonna pull away if he if he sees you coming at him with a pencil. <laughs> yeah. I would presume that you will go ahead and do that. Yeah, I tell him. Um, can I look at it from like a potential medical point of view, maybe? Yeah, you can try. Uh, ooh, maybe not medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have medicine? One percent. Uh, medicine. 
Hmm. You never know till you try. I was gonna say, I've won the hundred chance. Oh. Oh my god. Eight luck. You may. Nine you versus may one. spend that delicious luck. I will spend eight luck down to 90, uh, 71. Well, not only do you know this is not blood or any sort of viscera or anything else, this is stuff that should not be coming out of any human body whatsoever. You have never heard of any maladies on your train hopping or between your hobo and transient friends that would indicate anything like this. This is completely bizarre. This is not something that would be found in any medical journal. You're positive. So with this on the end of the pencil, I go, hey Drew, look at this. I can catch on another kid of worm. Ew. Delicious. Drew, what do you make of that? <laughs> he doesn't say delicious, I'm just kidding. Um, mm, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? He's going to go, hmm. Is that some kind of black licorice? I used to like that oh, as a kid. Believe it or not, true. You've seen something kind of like this before. It's not exactly, but kind of like this. It looks a little bit like if you powdered black tar heroin oh, or man. lead or yeah, no, not black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys are examining it, it appears to dissipate, turn into dust and micro particles, and then nothing. It's gone. What did you hmm. see, like, powdered versions of? Like, if he was heroin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you could powder coal. It oh, appears yeah. to be some kind of rock. The Krampus has returned. We better run. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Thanksgiving yet. He's starting early. Well, I've got two suggestions, friends. <laughs> <laughs> some of us should check with Father Romano. <laughs> See if the other two people with the weird black stuff in their eyes are there, and somebody should check with old Mick, see if he's deaf. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, I, I have to go to to um to Mr. Cooper soon. I have to check up on him. We, I, I got a meeting with him at two. Well, you're free to go. Ruth Ann, you have always wanted to go inside Eclipse Books, but your parents tell you not to go into stores like that. Better mm, not a meeting place. I reckon the pastor and the. Oh, sorry. I reckon the best pastor and the uh, injured folk are probably in the same place. No clue why I didn't take it here, but check the church at least. So his life was. Yeah, there. Father. You Father check Romano. the church, and I'll go see Mick. Hope he's not deaf. I'll be. Uh, <clears throat> I'll be coming along, and uh, I'll see see if I can find my mate Mick. Not not right that some okay. weird father is gonna take him away and. Uh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. Not too sure about that. So it doesn't seem right. I think Drew should come with us. <laughs> so, uh, kind of a side <laughs> thought, metagaming here a little bit. Um, so I know that. So I, you basically said that I know that this is coal. This black substance is coal. Did you kind of say, or is it, it like coal? Looks like coal, but you've never seen coal just disappear in front of your eyes, like. You, you've had cotton candy before, and you know what it feels like when it disappears on your tongue, right? So that's... That's what you just saw. It just vanished. So now being George is also... Cole doesn't do that. Jo George is also from the... the yep. The mm -hmm. quarry, so 
Yeah, if George was looking at it too, he would make the same correlation. It looked like a rock, but rocks don't just vanish. George, did you uh, you see what that rock did? Yep. Don't like it. Don't have an answer for it, though. I mean, I've, I've been on strike for a while now. Uh, you haven't, have you been seeing something like this at the quarry? Because I, I mean, I have no, uh, bro. First, you watch your language, geez. I mean, gosh, we're Christian people here. Come on, second. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yourself. I wasn't talking to you, purse stealer. Now, hold on. So back to this. Back to this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just weird. I don't. I mean. Yeah, I think the only way we're gonna have answers is if we didn't. Uh, well, I'd wait for the doctor to look at this dude, which is going to be a while from the car crash to find the other guy with the eyes still fucked up. But the same shit, didn't it? Now, now, what did I just say about language? Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is why I'm on strike, specifically because of your language. We've been trying We've been trying to, to get a grip on it, but uh, we've all just got sick of it. So we thought, man, George is just, man, he's a potty mouth. Can you believe this? We're not working here anymore. So might be a potty mouth. <laughs> I ain't the one rooting everyone on Thanksgiving. Oh, let's oh, get going. Oh, oh man! Would you know? Tell you what, you ruined everybody's Thanksgiving because you refused to put two ply toilet paper in the toilets. All right, now you know, dang well, we can't wipe with one ply. You knew. Yeah, I agree with true, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Ruth, uh, Ruth with me on one. this. <laughs> One ply is perfectly fine. If you want to suit up all one, right, all two, right. three, We're, four ply in your own home, I, then go for it. I, I'll Ain't go wherever this guy isn't. So, where, Ruth, where'd you say you were going? <laughs> so, you want to split the party? Sure. <laughs> <Sounds like it>. <laughs> <laughs> we Coming only make good decisions. It's really bad that another, another DM is the character, and it's really bad when the other DM's saying, no, just don't, don't, no. <laughs> no. Honestly, in my campaigns, you'll never know whether it's a good idea or not. I'm asking to clarify. Yes, well, Ruth is definitely going to go check on Mick. <laughs> yeah, Thea's going to want to go and check on Mick. Um, probably so he's Ruth, already wandered off by this point. So Ruth, Theo, and okay. Drew all together. Uh, I was okay, planning and... on going as well. <laughs> all right, okay, you can follow along. Does <laughs> someone okay. need to go to a meeting? Yes, that would be Hyacinth. Um, Hyacinth, uh, you're supposed to be at that place in about an hour. Okay. It's only been okay. roughly an hour before uh, you're supposed to meet there. Say it was approximately 8 in the morning, it's about 9. Oh, that's cool. I, did, I didn't know morning. how the time passed. But yeah, in that, in that case, with time to spare, I'll follow on with these guys. They're, they're all oh. very strange okay. and and peculiar. And and around this very occult mystery we have, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, Ruth did suggest that we should split up and check on two things, but you know, it's what fine. Else we'll we all go in the same directions. Uh, the church, Father Romano. That's what that she is said. probably where the ideas are, though. <clears throat> I want to go speak to this uh, Father Romano. Yeah, that's Mano what she said. Romano. She said we should check on Mick to see if he's deaf, and we should check on Father Romano to see if he's got the people with the weird eyes. Um, was Mick, Mick wasn't okay. deaf. Mick had the eye thing. Yeah, no, he that's is... what I'm saying. We should check on Mick to see if he's deaf because he. Cap. The pastor yeah. and the guy we need to check on, the two things we need to do are in the same location. Oh, in the same lo- Oh, fucking hell. Okay, right. My <laughs> well, fault. I do apologize. They're in the Ward. same place. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> pastor Ward is the Baptist church priest, and Father Romano is the Catholic church priest. Father Romano uh, was the one 
who was taking Mick and Sal supposedly to Doc Eddings, and you found out that wasn't quite the case. So I assume you're going to the Catholic Church to try and find Father Romano yeah. and Mick? Yes, we're going to the church, not the shop. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about <Okay>. that. <laughs> That's okay. On the map, you can see the church. It is number seven. Um, all of these places are well within walking distance. Although if you want to go to the quarry, the quarry warehouse, or the Moore farmstead, that's like a, uh, a half mile. The Catholic Church is fair-sized, and it's not uh, in disrepair. It's a very nice place. And when you walk up the steps... The doors are open. They're propped open to welcome all visitors. And inside, you find the usual pews in a church. And it's a bustling place with several congregation members. The, there are two at the front actually handing out more of those pamphlets, those flyers. And further in, you can see others are decorating, cleaning, and doing other sort of prep work presumably for this nighttime baptismal, which is supposed to be at 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, just before we go in, can I lean into those and go, <clears throat> you, you guys armed? I mean, armed? You, you, you packing, you packing any kind of heat? I don't, uh, I don't really feel like that's any of your business. Just my trusty Bible today. In case this well, thing goes r- south, you know, you, you can't trust, trust these people. No. Sir, are you well, planning to shoot a, a pastor? <laughs> Ruth has a rifle around her shoulder. She's had it the whole time. <laughs> um, this is a country. Uh, yeah, she's a farm girl. She's town. had a rifle around her shoulder the yeah. whole time. It's not uncommon oh, to carry weaponry, but in a church, it's, it's a little weird. Just, just being careful. You know, Pastor Romano, whatever. Father Romano. Father Romano. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth knows them well. She walks up and she just says to the people at the door, Hello, friends. Have you seen the father? I can't not laugh at that voice. Uh, you are very familiar to the congregation and they smile when you they see your delightful face and hear your very cheery voice. And they're like, Oh, we haven't seen Father Romano yet. Uh, he went out for a little bit. I assume he's spreading the word. Have you heard? And she hands you one of the flyers. Oh, yes, I've heard. Don't you worry. I will be there for sure. Oh, excellent. We would love for the entire town to be out there for this. It's so exciting. Do you know who our special guest is? Oh, I can't wait to find out. It's going to be so fun. But I do have to tell you, there was a car crash at the diner. There were some people hurt. And Father Romano did bring a couple of them back here. Oh, well. Oh, my goodness. When did this happen? I've been here uh, for... 40 minutes or so? Well, that's strange. Where do you think he would take people that he thought were hurt? Because they're not at the docks office. Doc Eddings, of course. Yeah, Doc Eddings. They're not at the docks. I was just there helping people with their injuries. Hmm. They definitely weren't there. That's very odd. And I look at them bright-eyed, smiling and all that. Oh, hold on a second. Yep, she looks at them. She's all bright-eyed. She's smiling wide. She's charming them. She's trying get the information. Where do you think he would have went if he didn't go to the docks? Is there anywhere else that the father would go? Well, that doesn't make any sense. He would have taken them to Doc Eddings. 
Are you sure he had uh, your your friends taken there? That he did. Or the the two people from the crash you said? Well, no, we're not sure now. Um, oh, hold I on. thought this would be the place he'd go if he wasn't doctors. But there's no sign of him taking the crash. But the people in the crash there ain't no sign of him. He said he was going to the doctors, and he didn't. Church was the only place we tend to look. Uh, the car crash, was it by any chance caused by someone a little tipsy? Taking a little nip? No, not from what we could because tell. Because, I'll tell you that now, there was no alcohol in that car. Not at all. Even so, if they were drunk, even a little bit, you know the constable, Constable Seville, would definitely lock them up for that. Perhaps mm. he put them somewhere to... You know, sleep it off. Possible, but the so pastor that... left before the constable got there. But why would Romano well, not If they back were, up? yeah, if they were on the sauce, it's possible he tucked them away somewhere safely so that they could sleep it off and not have to spend the holidays in jail. You might have a because. Point. Constable Seville, uh, he's not a family man, so he doesn't really celebrate the holidays like the rest of us. He has no problem going out and locking us decent folk away who just want, you know, an evening nightcap every now and then. You can tell she's getting a little (laughs) neurotic about that. Are you saying to me that uh, you've been drinking on the old uh, communal wine a wee bit at night? Heavens, no. Perhaps, uh... Perhaps I take a look at that pipe organ over there and perhaps, uh... Maybe we can make a deal. Oh, I would love that. That's delightful. You got a bottle? Feel free. I don't. Do you? Yes, sir, I have a legal substance. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, and thank you. And the... Pipe organ is right there. She uh, gestures toward a very clear, very large, very nice-looking pipe organ. Well, not not quite a piano, but uh, uh, similar enough. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> not similar enough. Hey, oh, please stop oh, asking the religious people for booze. I can sort you out with some booze if you need some. <laughs> Maybe some 70. might help your playing. Uh, do you know what you're doing? The woman... Says it's, uh, as you play. It's it's contemporary jazz. Maybe a bit too much for you guys. Do you know anything more? Your kids will love it. Do you know anything more traditional? Can I push the row? <laughs> sure. Oh. Yay! She's five out of seventy. Excellent. <sighs> That's better. Thank you. Can I ask what would have happened to failure? We are be looking for someone to play some. Christmas music soon. If you're interested. Yeah, could definitely do with the money. So, uh, yeah, alright. We'll, we'll, we'll talk gig. We'll talk gig. Well, most uh, of our services we run on charity. However, if you're in need of some funds, we can probably work something out. Lady, I am charity. I spent the last three and days. And for anyone who. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just a... For anyone who is... Sorry. <laughs> no, go on. Go ahead. 
two DMs, one podcast. <laughs> For anyone who is not entwined in, or embroiled in the piano conversation, feel free to uh, do what you will. What would you I like to do a spot hidden. I can just have a look around the, the you know the, around the cathedral. Mm. cathedral. Yeah, sure. Anyone who wants to, to spot, go right spot ahead. hidden with me as well. Look around. Sure. Yeah, anyone can roll spot hidden. Okay. Well, uh, Ruth is looking around for you and pointing things out to you, seeing as you failed. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I couldn't see anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> George yeah. as well. Go on then. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Okay. Eight out of sixty. We between us, we've spotted Theo... absolutely everything. We've mapped it. <laughs> We're gonna do Theo last because he is still working on the piano stuff and talking with the lady. While she's a little distracted um, with uh, Drew and George's awesome successes, you guys actually go and sneak upstairs. You heard sometimes um, the the chambers are upstairs where they sleep and stuff. Uh, the only thing upstairs, though, is the bell tower. And you find the bell. Uh, it appears to be missing something very important, though. It doesn't have the bell clapper that makes the sound go. It's missing its bell end. And oh, I've got uh, go ahead and <laughs> roll me a no roll. A knowledge check. That would be under education. Edu- oh, so education. Check that. Mm-hmm. Failure. Oof. Uh, I was hoping for George and Drew. Drew, could you roll me a no roll under education? Okay, give me one second. Gotta find it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know a thing. Oh, I thought hey comes with yours for a second. (laughs) Google Hope stuff. Like, Hyacinth, did you follow them here. upstairs? Hyacinth, <laughs> did you follow them I upstairs? I did, yes. Okay. Uh, you're not local. I was hoping a local could pull this off, but with your no-roll success, um, you can ask them, Yeah, how, how did you guys know when to come to church on Sunday without the bell ringing? Because clearly this has been off. Well, that's a good question. How did we DM? Well, uh, the no roll was supposed to be a prompt for Drew and George, who, after Hyacinth says that, you're, you can uh, reason out that, you know what? You don't remember hearing bells on Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, we've, we've all got no alarm clocks. <laughs> yeah. The, fr- the pastor just comes down personally knocking on every door like, get your ass up, it's church time, boys. Maybe he did. Dedication. But you, there were definitely no bells on Sunday. And that's something that you would hear all throughout town. Huh. Strange. Um, going back to Theo, uh, where did you want to look around with your extreme success as you slip away from the keys? Mm, just around kind of like the... the I, I'm not really familiar with church layout, but like the head end, the top end of it, just where all like the father would kind of be and... Mm-hmm. There's a dais up there where he would stand and probably have his scriptures set out, bookmarked. Um, there isn't one currently. 
Uh, but there is uh, back chambers. There's like a vestibule, most likely for him yeah. to change into his accoutrement, his um, priestly garb. Have a nosy round there. And uh, there's uh, another door after that on the left, and then there is a door on the right. And it actually has a placard, and it says Father Romano on it. Can I... Like it says office below that. Can I go in there? Father Romano's office. What can was I that? Go in? Uh, you can try the door. Okay. Um, do you want to roll anything, or should I just try the you, door? You just try. The door. Try the door then. It's not locked. Ooh. I'll uh, slip myself inside and shut the door behind me. Okay. And. Because you got an extreme success, I'll let that carry over. Um, you do find a few Bibles, different uh, ages. They all have book or uh, the little cloth bookmark in various passages. Uh, you see the cabinet for the sacramental wine. You see his vestments Bingo. are actually in here. So maybe the office doubles as his vestibule and changing area. Uh, you see his desk. It's got papers all over it, all kinds of things. Nothing really stands out as odd, even if you look over his notes and stuff. That's accounting stuff for the church, different events, especially planning for the church's Christmas production, choir, um, giving things to the needy, all of that sort of stuff. These are the type of things that are in this office. There are no, like occult books or weird symbols or upside down crucifix or anything like that here can I potentially then help myself to a few bottles of wine just for uh, well they are they're normal sized so you can try to keep up a, a sleight of hand to keep them hidden if you want to not quite sure how Warmly dressed that you are dressed, probably fairly, but mm. you might be able to manage one, maybe two, unless you have a rucksack or a bag or purse <laughs> with you that is substantial in size to carry the bottles of wine. Hmm. <laughs> Start thinking back. Maybe I should have kept that purse. Indeed. I'll attempt one. If it doesn't work, I'll just kind of have a sniff and maybe a quick sip and put it back. Well, uh, you think maybe you could pull it off. Like I said, one, maybe two. But that's really pushing it for <laughs> being able to keep that Ooh. hidden. I mean, I suppose it wouldn't know I failed, would I? Well, not until uh, law enforcement or somebody rats you out. Maybe a small, slightly smaller size bottle if I could find one. But uh, I'll, go, I'll go for the one. <laughs> I'll commit. Uh, they're all approximately the same size, so anyone will do. Okay. And uh, there you go. You have a bottle of wine. <laughs> do I see him doing this since he failed? Uh, you can see through walls. Yeah, it's like we're ghost oh, we're in the different room? Okay, my bad. My bad. All right. He's, he's completely in a different area. So you guys come back down from upstairs, and... Uh, Nobody seems to either notice or care that you went up there. And uh, you don't see Theo when you come back down. Hmm. Hey, where'd that Theo go? 
I don't care. That guy's a purse snatcher, so I don't really mind where. I don't care where he goes. <laughs> I'm not clear where that drifter went. Maybe, maybe he went somewhere um, behind there. You ain't gonna see this, but Theo with a three or forty on extreme success stealth is just kind of snuck out around and uh, sitting outside, ah. maybe by a gravestone. Well, uh, if you went outside, then uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a graveyard out there. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we all just go back outside the church then. Where are we gonna go next? We should go to the constabulary. None of you are surprised that I'm already out there with a bottle of wine. I mean, I'm not gonna. Is there anybody besides the people, the woman that he was talking to inside this church? I mean, anyone we can talk to? Figure yeah. Out. yeah, there's like five or six other people. I mean, probably. Oh, uh, I mean, before we leave, let's just go ahead and start asking these people and see if they uh, they they know. You know, my father might have taken Mick and stuff like that. So, uh, no one that you speak to uh, has seen him since he left this morning, rather abruptly, after that loud crash everyone heard. Strange. Uh, well, I mean, and did he, they're going to try and leave here by himself? I mean, he seemed like when he took took Mick that he. Uh, had a congregation with him. So did, did anybody go with him? Yes, yes. Three or four people went with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, tells us a little bit. All right, well, let's head on out and see if we can find it. Oh, hang on. Wasn't, sorry, okay. before we leave the so, um, cathedral, isn't there someone specific we need to talk to about was actually in the cathedral? We came here for a reason, I swear. <laughs> yeah, to see if we can find the other two. Yeah, see if we can find Mick or Father, and yeah. we've already assessed that they're not there, so we leave now. Okay, but then reflecting on what the woman said as we came in, shouldn't we find that drunk guy? Maybe we should go to the constabulary and talk yeah, to the them? Yeah, the constabulary should be our, our, our next destination, oh, yeah. probably. So yeah. uh, that's just across the road in number 13, so I think we should go to there. That's right. You guys can definitely go over there. Um, Theo, if... You feel up to it. You can overhear them talking. They were asking, where the heck is Theo? You might be able to see him from around the corner. It's not a very big graveyard. Um, and they can't see you right now, but you can hear them and you know where they're headed. Yeah, I'll put my head over and go, hey, guys, look. I'll show them the bottle of wine quickly and be like, drink. <laughs> <laughs> now, excuse me, purse snatcher, but is that alcohol I see? It might be. Oh, God damn it, Theo, don't steal from the church. I told you that I can get you booze if you need it, for Christ's sake. Hey, taking the name, you've got Lord's name in vain. Hey, we... God. You got a glass for that bottle? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no diseases. Well, fair enough. I feel like you're one to talk about bringing the Lord's name in vain, potty mouth. Think like you're one to judge about booze. Don't think I didn't see you drinking on the job. I drink my coffee and my non-alcoholic water. Thank you very yeah, you much. You drink your coffee in the Irish fashion, that's for sure. Uh, now that's very racist of the Irish. I'll have you mind that. So. <laughs> oh yes, the Irish. <laughs> my great great grandmother was a quarter Irish, twice removed. So you need to quit that. <laughs> you guys have your little drinky poo, and you get to. Head on over to the constabulary with alcohol on your breath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! I do Ruth doesn't take that. a drink. Yeah. Ruth knows where the good booze is. She didn't bother with it with with the Com- Catholic wine. The communion wine, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, communion wine. Sorry. <laughs> yes. 
I mean, just, just quickly, <laughs> if anyone's got a decent uh, fast talk, we can always persuade it off as, uh, you know, Sacramento, we went to church like good Christians. I have 45, if that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, I've got a good charm skill. Luckily, Hyacinth didn't drink. Didn't drink Considering so it's a small... Yeah, but Ruth didn't drink. A small town Catholic church, I would feel like they would know if they did uh, communion. <laughs> like, the people would know if communion had occurred at church. So, I don't think yeah, that I would just say it was an extra blessing. That would have been a very sure low and probably be. really bad disadvantaged role at that point. Like an extra... You want to, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, you're the one that's had a still communion wine. All right. After playing the pe- like the organ for them, you know. Was that your contribution? Contribution was it? Exactly. Tit for tat. Oh, that works. I. Uh, you you could get away with it if you feel like it. Did you want to go to the constabulary? Yep. 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 Yes. Yes. Okay. Just on the off chance, uh, the constable snagged Mick and. Sal and locked him up? Yes. Or some other reason. Or that he's looked for the pastor, because he would have been looking for them if he's found any hint of where this sneaky priest has gone. Ooh. Ah, okay. With an idea, quickly. Yeah. Um, can uh-huh. I potentially spill a bit onto Drew? So if we do need someone to go <laughs> and check if they're in the back, we can just be like, hey, look, he's got alcohol on him still. Okay. Yes, frame this uh, man. You Considering could you technically do that. You also However, fail the slide of hand. Probably. <laughs> uh, it would probably lead to certain things that might not go yeah, well. Yeah, everyone's going to be arrested. Every single person in the party. <laughs> the uh, congregation member did warn you that Constable Seville is a hard ass when it comes to throwing people in jail for even a little bit of wine sampling. Mm. Hmm. I'll stick to the back. <laughs> okay. He also, uh, you you met him. He doesn't like you and called you an outsider and yeah, none of your business type mm. of stuff. All right. So we're we going to head on over. Um. In game time, it's about uh, 9 30, 9 40 a.m. When's the meeting? Approximately 10. He wasn't incredibly specific. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to well. roll up to the um, constabulary first and then make the meeting for, for two o'clock. Well, sorry, 10 o'clock. And the constabulary, number 13, is actually right very close by Eclipse Books. Uh, When you get to the constabulary, there's a lot of noise going on inside there. You hear a lot of yelling. uh, Seems to be some sort of ruckus going on in there. Uh, When you get a peek inside, you see that the officers have things under control, but there's a lot of um, upset people. Some people are, like, swinging wildly, but don't be able to... They, they don't appear to be swinging at anything in particular with their fists. Uh, that person gets tackled down. Um, and one of the other officers comes up to you and says that, you know, we have a lot of shit going on right now. If it's not an emergency, get the hell out. We got a missing pastor. That's that's important. A few two people in a car crash, they know disappeared as well. 
Pastor Ward disappeared? Nah, uh, Ward's acting freaky too, Father but not Romeo. him. Father Romeo. Oh, fuck, he's oh. not pasta, I forget. Yeah, Ward's just creepy. Ward's been acting weird. Him. <laughs> Father Romeo's disappeared um, with two car crash victims. Fuck only knows where they are. Well, if it's just missing persons, I'm sorry, but we can't deal right now with that. Uh, go find him yourself. Have you seen Mick and Sal? And he... No! Uh, Constable was a good for them, but he's still around? And that officer goes back in, and uh, looks like he's grabbing another set of handcuffs to detain somebody else who's inside. Uh, it looks kind of like a madhouse in there. Hmm. Right, can we take... Oh, uh, hold on. Can we tell anything from the people? Like, what was going on with the people that are there? Is there anything that we can sort of determine sure. from their you actions? you can do psychology, you can do spot hidden from what you can see. Uh, it doesn't look like it would be safe to walk in there. It looks like someone would tackle you if you tried. Well, I managed to get a spot hidden, but not a psychology. I got oh. the psychology. <laughs> I failed both. Psychology and spot hidden. <laughs> Drew's just there enjoying the sights. Okay. <laughs> so it looks like at least Theo got a success on the psychology, mm -hmm. and uh, George and Ruthann are pretty good with their spot hiddens. Um, with psychology, these people look out of sorts. The ones that the officers are tackling, the, the officers look like they are trying to just get a handle on people uh, freaking out. Uh, some of the people you can see from your spot hidden success that uh, they also appear to be afflicted by uh, blindness. They, they have their hands out in front of them or they're just kind of swinging wildly at people without you know, being able to see whether or not they're going to make contact with anyone or anything. Mm. And um, with uh, the psychology also, you can hear uh, raised voices just talking about um, crazy things. They're talking about... Uh, a weird sound, or they're talking about voices in their head, or... Anyone saying anything about extremely scary tea? Um... Give me a listen check. Okay, 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 okay. Hard success. Oh, 34 versus yeah, 70. some successes there. Uh, you do hear one person mention a teacup, and another person actually specifies and says that uh, it's the tone. It's the tone. This person is saying this over and over again. It's just starting to sound like some Alice in Wonderland shit here. Going for a tea party with some creepy people. Did you see it's the tone or it's the tone? T like Thomas, O like Oscar, N like Nancy, E like Edward. Okay, like the tone of a bell. Theo's starting to really regret coming to this town. There's some crazy, crazy oh, shit wait. going on down here. <laughs> Where would you like to go next? Yeah, Ruth's getting really concerned because she's served moonshine to pretty much everybody that's in there. <laughs> Ruth, is this is, is this your moonshine job? You, you doing this? You don't Lively know me. Don't talk to my moonshine business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on a sec. He says it out loud in the constabulary. <laughs> Yeah, Ruth. How do you? How is your moonshine business going? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they can't hear any of that through all of the din that they are currently working through. 
Where to next? Uh, it's about time for that meeting, definitely. That'll be the, uh, the got a lead yet. bookshop. Yeah. So, Hyacinth sure. needs to leave us. It's just, the, the, the bookshop's next door, so it's fine. It's literally number six. Hmm. Correct. Um... Is Cooper you meet with, it isn't is, it? yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, go ahead and roll me a spot hidden as you stroll on up toward the Eclipse bookstore. Everyone or just... Yeah, Maybe we all go. Everyone's success. All right. Well, I have 29. spotted whatever it is that I was supposed to spot. That's fine. Wait, so we we all just? I know that Ruth Anne actually has a really good spot hidden, uh, so I'm not surprised that you got a success. Right, I'm a little confused. So we all just actually, left. Actually, George has a pretty good we one too. We all just left yeah, the constabulary. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ruth is eagle-eyed. Yes. Yes. Um. I was. Wanting to refer back to the map, if you take a look at it really quick, uh, number six, that little tiny dot in the middle, is the uh, Eclipse books. And number 10, for the locals, you know, that's the, the Baptist church where Pastor Ward usually Ooh, is. There. And the last time you saw Pastor Ward, he was kind of outside the diner, which is number nine. Um, you actually see him, uh, if you look up on the map, he's at that little T-junction. Uh, if you go north of the clinic, which is number 11. So it's the, the T between uh, the road that Eclipse Books is on and the road that the clinic is on. Hmm. And you see him standing there as you guys enter Eclipse Books. And when you enter... Eclipse Books embodies the occult, from the scent of ancient parchment hitting you when you first enter, to the slick soapstone statuettes of multi-armed gods and goddesses perched atop stacks and shelves of manuscripts and tomes. There's nothing truly mythos-worthy uh, that you can tell uh, located in the front of the shop. I think one of the few people with any mythos is uh, Hyacinth. George, I believe you might have a little bit too. No and uh, when you walk in, you expected to see John Cooper. Um, <laughs> okay. Not Cthulhu mythos. I meant occult. I apologize. It would be an occult word. Sorry. Ruth Ann, you could take that back. That's not a... <laughs> see if we say that I, I got it for... On a occult roll, I would have um, I would have passed my occult roll because it's five. Yes, yes. Uh, if you want to roll that way, you go right ahead. Uh, I was not again. specific in it. Your closest that twelve versus five. Yeah, but I don't want to spend another seven luck. That'd be born. That wouldn't it be? That'd be seven. Yeah, fair enough. You can if you want. Damn, I should have just pressed the right button first. Uh, Sadly, is it, worth it though? <laughs> is it worth spending seven more luck? Sadly, I don't have uh, what is it, ninety, ninety-six luck to spend. Ninety-three. I think you I'll can leave do it up to the group. Do you want me to spend seven luck? Yes. Yes. These characters ain't lasting long anyway. Uh, seven luck. 
You confirm that there isn't really anything occulty. It's just a lot of mm, non-specific, non-denominational things that are probably meant to be put out for people to purchase who don't know anything about the occult. They just want something culty looking in their house to brag about, you know, that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, so they're all cool is that this is all absolute shit. No, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Theo, you've been places. You've seen some things. Yeah. And then to that, I'm going to so, call back to your fear and go, oh, all the good stuff's out the back, my darling. Drew. Who are you darling? What? I'm a girl, remember. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, because only girls, cause only girls can say darling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a girl. It's actually darling. Oh my god. Exactly. Come on now. <laughs> in the back, darling. Yeah, what exactly you have in the back, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, um, like I said, John Cooper is not in this uh, area right here. However, there is a, a door that has opened in the back. And shuts, and the person stepping out, I will uh, go back to roll 20. I actually did not show you a picture of John Cooper yet, did I? So, this is what John Cooper looks like. Oh my. No bad? Mm-hmm. And the person that you see coming out is not John Cooper. Huh. Uh, this is a gentleman that is kind of skinnier, taller, uh, he has a mustache. Oh no. And, uh, kind of a smile on his face. Uh, I don't think any of you have seen him before, not even the locals. Um, but curiously in his hands he has a teacup. And you see this person. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I do recognize him. You do? Yes, I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right, hey, it's you. I saw you last night. You were walking back. Uh, you were walking back in the rain with Father Father Romano. Uh, just for player information, there was no rain. They were wet. All oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yes, I just, no I just assumed it. Would... Oh, hold on. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I just assumed it was raining uh, because it said that they were wet. So I'll yeah. try that again. Mm -hmm. They were right, skinning so... the pink together, yeah. obviously. Right. I was driving a quarryman out to the quarry house last night. That was just a delivery I was doing. I got paid a dollar to do it. But on my way back, I saw this man with Father Romano, walking back towards the town. You were soaking wet. What was that all about? And he res uh, responds, just some evening activities. Why were you wet? I hope you weren't you doing them, A little <laughs> you can, can't just ask a man why he's wet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, he's not thinking that at all. He just says that there was uh, a little uh, slip into quarry. You fell down the quarry? You went swimming in the quarry? 
That campus oh, sanitary. That takes me back to my days as a child swimming in the quarry. Oh, man. Wait, what were you doing swimming in the quarry? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just nods to you and starts to walk along. Uh-huh. Well, that was fair, Strange. Can I try to stop him? And Whoa, answer my question. He oh, answer my question, sure. The bookshop. And that one of your locals? Hmm. What was the question? Uh, what were you doing swimming in the quarry? Oh, no, I'm like, I, I, as a character, Drew's asking him as he's continuing running by us. Uh, he just walks on. Oh. Rude. So, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I interrupted uh, Matt. What were you saying, Matt? Um, I was just saying, um, obviously Theo's not local here, so that that not one of your locals, no, that not something you guys do, guys go swimming in the, uh, in the quarry. I sure fucking hope they ain't swimming in my quarry. Well, as a historic note for this particular story, in Graniteville, Vermont, which is a real place, the Rock of Ages quarry is still there. And in the 1920s, tourists were so numerous, they became a nuisance. They were parking wherever the heck they wanted and milling about the quarry when they shouldn't be. So the term automobumming refers to people <laughs> tooling about in their autos and gasoline gypsies were those who did the automobumming. So, well, heck, uh, Master, this... you sure don't look like one of those automobummers. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say anything. He is out the door. <laughs> You get that. <laughs> you. My pull yourself together. You're losing it over there. Come on, man. <laughs> you can be professional about the automobile. Oh my god! Was that nice? <laughs> oh my gosh! This is what gets you. After all, this the sounds shit like a did. kid. It's like <laughs> you said. <"Bum." laughs> you said fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh, Matt! Come on. <laughs> if it helps, I have learned to laugh very, very quietly, uh, nigh silently. So I've been laughing my butt off uh, a lot. Uh, I'm good. You just can't you hear sure me. Oh my gosh, Matt. I've seen, I've seen loads of Ultima Bummers. Loads of Ultima Bummers. I've yeah. seen all kinds of Ultima Bummers. Yeah, I've uh, seen so many. That guy looked like an Ultima Bummer. Oh, you too, Ruth? I see Ultima Bummers all the time. All the time. Can you believe it? They're just an absolute And we killed Matt. Uh, Matt's dead now. Yeah, Matt is, Matt's deceased. He's, he's Ultima Bumming <laughs> overload over there. He's absolutely just lost his mind. That's a real automobile bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one got me. Good one, Jay. That one got me. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. You sure? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> well, I will add one more historic note in this interlude. Uh, President Abraham Lincoln declared Thanksgiving to be celebrated on the last day of thir uh, last Thursday in November. In 1863, this means in 1922, Thanksgiving is on the 30th, uh, which is a Thursday. Mm. It was changed in 1939 to our current tradition by President Franklin D. Roosevelt because everyone still felt the Great Depression 
and that left more days before Christmas would give people time to shop and spend money before the holiday. You'd be surprised how many Thanksgiving autumn of them are to get around here. <laughs> so many. You believe it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. And we lost him again. <laughs> mm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> My God. What would you like to do next? Well, I can think you of an activity. Autumn of honey. You did see that gentleman come out of a door in the back of the shop. <sighs> well, I think Drew's going to go to the back where the back of the shop was. He's going to go to where that guy was. This is how I get the mm, okay. to stop striking. We band together against the autumn of <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yes, that, that nope, would work. Not actually. doing it now. Damn it, we'll get you again someday. Yeah, it, will, it will happen. And you're headed into the back? Yep. I'm glad uh, that uh, that was so funny. <laughs> so, when you head into the back, there is a single door. Uh, I have no idea if it's locked or not. You can go ahead and give it a go. Yeah, uh, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go. I'll do it. I'll try and open it. Okay. Uh, it definitely opens. It is not locked. I step through. And okay. Uh, that would be Ruth Ann is stepping in first, correct? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't worry. I, I, I'm, I'm not okay. with guns on me. It's fine. Can I just point out? <laughs> I'd like to keep an eye on where this Doctor Hertz is going. Whilst this is happening. Um, he went to the left. He turned left when he exited. Oh. Ruth already saw that he turned uh, there left. Are, there are windows that go all the way around the shop, but the shop is full of stuff. So not only are the windows shuttered to help preserve the books that are in the bookshop, but there are books stacked uh, around and near the windows. Uh, he, it looks like he tried to use available space for product and not necessarily for window adornments or for people to even see in. Hmm. Hmm. So, Ruthann, uh, you're the first one in, so you get to see uh, this is kind of like a similar size and shape as the front room. This one's a little bit less cluttered everywhere. There are shelves of all sorts of different things. Uh, there's a lectern with a really old-looking book on it, but the thing that strikes you the most is in the center of the floor uh, is John Cooper. He is laying on the floor, writhing. He is sitting amongst a circle of uh, symbols. Looks like they were hastily drawn in chalk. Crawled on the cobblestone floor of this building. God damn, Cooper, you've been devil worshipping again. <laughs> we we've told you about this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to tell you every time? <laughs> devil doesn't want you back. So much easier uh, when all I did was drink. <laughs> to be able to hear you. He is gasping and clawing at his chest. Can I use any sort of... Well, I'm going to go to him to try and help him. He's obviously in pain or gasping and stuff, so I'm going to be go to him. Is there any... Like, can I use first aid on him? As, is there something I can do to help sure. him? 
Yeah, you could try first aid. Let's go for it. Okay, so I failed at that. Um, okay, so all I do is I just sort of go up to him, shake him a little bit, and say, what's wrong with you? Or, or, or... What's wrong with you? Uh, at this point, he is beginning to scream in agony. Uh, oh, so Drew got a regular, uh, sorry, a heart yeah, success. I was gonna, I was gonna okay. let you finish. Uh, as you're, you're... <laughs> oh, Drew, saving the what day again. Yeah, so I, I, I come in night in shiny <laughs> armor. I see what Ruth's gonna do, and I'm like, oh, I got this. So don't worry, darling. I've got him. I'll help him. I help him up. Oh my God! It's so good that it's you are here probably, with me. It's probably a heart attack. So. <laughs> Uh, he's clawing at his chest. You go ahead and rip open his shirt, and uh, it looks like almost like his his chest is starting to bubble up. And before you can do anything else, um, he he thrashes just a few more times and suddenly explodes, showering you all with viscera. Bone. Oh my god! And this black stuff. I'm glad I'm outside. So, see, let's start oh, I with. I was gonna turn around and see. Um, sorry. Let's start with a dodge roll. We're gonna do a few things here. Dodge first. I'm gonna look around to see if Theo was still there. Hey. Like this is what Success happens when you drink. Dodge. Drink. <laughs> drink alcohol. Uh, Forty-seven <laughs> failures for me. Yeah, Drew. Well, considering I was right there, it might make sense that I Drew failed the dodge roll. God damn, Coop, we told you this would happen if you kept on <laughs> devil worshipping. <laughs> we went through three interventions about this thing. Okay. <laughs> this very subject, Cooper. And what about Theo? Did you stay yeah, out no, or I'm are not, you in the I'm room? I was keeping an eye on where Dr. Hertz went. Oh, okay. So, yes. No need for Theo to roll. Uh... And after your dodge roll, I need you to Can go ahead this? and let's see if you got a hard success. Let's see if anybody got any. Oh, so we got no successes whatsoever. Oh, I did. I did. I... Then you take the full amount of I damage. Did. I got a success. I dodged. Yeah, Ruth did. Ruth got the 24 yeah. out of 25. Oh, gosh, sorry. Yes. Ruthann, you did. Ruthann's the only one that saw an explosion coming. And she was right there. This is the fourth, this is the fourth <laughs> bookshop owner we've lost this way. <laughs> if you succeeded, you take one damage. And if you fail, uh, it's 1d3 damage. Because this is bone shrapnel and all kinds of stuff that's Drew stepped in the right, pathway. So he protected Ruth. For me? <laughs> one damage. Okay, I, I take one. That's fine. Oof. Oh, hi, oh, hi, Ooh, two damage. Uh, yeah. Some of this gentleman's ribs have uh stuck themselves inside of you. Oh my God, Drew. Yes, and I, I got. I stepped in between and it, and the... a huge piece of rib went through me and scratched Ruth. Mm. It's like sticking out of me and be like, oh, you all right? I'd like to point out, I'd like to walk back Sorry, in at this point with a magazine and be like, oh, so uh, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and that triggers the sanity rolls for all of you. Oh. So it was the uh, 
fight or flight, and now it's the oh, no. realization of what happened. I didn't oh, make boy. it. <laughs> I have a giant uh, rib bone sticking out of me. I'm like, this is fine. For anyone who succeeded, lose one sanity. Anyone who failed... It wasn't the explosion that made her go all mad here. It was actually Ooh. just seeing Drew get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Matt rolled a five, I rolled a six. Oh, wow. Ah. And the rule states that... Ah, two, oh, yes. We, get to do we do love a bout of madness. <laughs> two bouts of madness. Yes. Although, is that not after a successful intelligence roll? Uh, yeah. Yes, you must do... An int. That's uh, not good for me. Let's see. Oh. Oh, oh that's really not yep, good for me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh wow. So. Okie dokie. Hold on. There's a shortcut button for this. I think somewhere. I like how you filtered it down there. That was great. <laughs> Theo's going mad now. Literally walked in time, just, just, yep. just in time to go insane. Uh, oh, is any phobia in me? Or Theo, did you? Did you roll your damage? Uh, no, no, I wasn't oh, there for the damage. I walked in with the you magazine afterwards. You didn't need afterwards. to do that. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, for some reason, there's not the sanity uh, macro button in here on this one. Um, so I can... Oh, okay. I can't remember if we had it, though. How about... I'll go get my book really quick. You go ahead and roll uh, 1d100. Mm -hmm. Twenty-four. I'm excited. Good. Yeah. There's, there's no telling what it's gonna be. Fear of the color yellow again, or something. <laughs> what should be amnesia for like the sixteenth time? Fear I hope it's fear of pianos. <laughs> <laughs> you made yourself laugh. Though. Oh New character backstory. Next time I die, I'm coming back as an auto bummer. What is your new character, oh. by the way? Actually. Um, Wait, what's... hang on. Why are we? It's on the actual fucking handout on the keeper screen. Hang on. Um, what did I name my character, Matt? I have no idea. He's uh, an acrobat, is what he is. Yeah, it's one d ten, not a d. Yeah. Um, it's on the actual. Um, it's on roll twenty. It's the keeper screen. It's actually a uh, d ten. Okay. Uh, it's got um, one to ten. I will. Okay, go ahead and roll me a d10. Oh, yeah. uh, slash roll. Uh, eight, five. Significant person. Review backstory entry for significant person. Investigate mistake. Another person in the scene for the significant person in the lasting one d10 rounds. Maybe that's a little bit different than mine. Mine says ideology and beliefs is number five. Bouts of Madness, table 8, hmm. on page 159 of the Keeper's Handbook. Yeah, I can go yeah. to the actual book, because I say this is just the Roll20 version. But she's also the DM, so shut up. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> or I can give you a Phobia or a Mania at random from either D100. I'll let you choose. Yeah, tilt. Roll a... D2. So it's a, a D6 and we'll go odds evens pretty much. You want to roll D, D2? I can't do that. Okay, sure. Two. Okay. 
Number 24 on the mania table is an obsession with jumping from high places. Have fun. <laughs> oh, we know going to the the quarry is going to be huge. And you're going to have to jump. We know now. Once she said high fun, have fun, I know exactly where this was going. George. Yeah, Ruth, where's that, Ruth is going to suggest that the next turn that's... that we're going to the quarry. <laughs> this is going to be great. And that is uh, Theo, correct? Yes. Theo. We got a jumper. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. John Cooper has just exploded all over the place. There's viscera, bone, and that black stuff all over the place. I need Drew, Hyacinth, and Ruth Ann to roll me a luck check. Oh, hard success. Regular success. Okay. I just scribbled down a note. Um, I have something to tell the player for Ruth Ann. Oh no. Sorry, not Ruth Ann. Hyacinth, who failed. I'm going to be putting it in the chat or I can directly message it through Discord. Which one would you prefer? Where's Carmen? Carmen. 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 Did we lose Carmen? Still in the coal. Can you hear me? Weird. Sorry, my my headphones were not plugged in. Then they, they were strange. So yeah, sorry, I did hear what you said. Um, I, as I say, um, I don't know. Is this information only I know about it, or is it? Um... That's correct. You're the only one that failed. I have sent you a message. You should read that. If you have any questions, feel free to message back. <laughs> so, uh, yikes. That was horrific. Uh, what do you want to do next? There's literally a dead man that just exploded all over his own shop. And now, is it like... You. My God, Troy, are you okay? Can I do like a spot hidden thing <laughs> of like... Well, I mean, like, he's going to ignore the fact that, like, he's got a rib sticking out of him. Um, but, like, is he completely <laughs> yes. gone? Or is, like, just where his torso was gone, but there's, like, you know, body parts? Or is it, like, to, like, to the point of there's, like, every bit of him exploded? And it's just, like, a blood stain and viscera. But, like, not whole body parts or something. Something people could tell, oh, wait, someone exploded. Or is it, like, to the point of it's, like, a stain in the room to the point of what happened. Like, there's no way to really even tell that an actual human being exploded. You can definitely tell, because his body is still there. And it looks like the explosion predominantly was around his heart area, but it took out some of his chest and kind of appeared to track through what would be, like, major arteries. So parts of his, like, shoulder and upper arms and... I don't know how far down you want to look below him. Uh, it seemed to have exploded out of his pants, too. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Yeah, can we just clip that he exploded out of his pants? He exploded out of his pants. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> this is a really different kind of Cthulhu story. Oh, yeah, let's turn it into... <laughs> this is erotica. It just all of a sudden turns into erotica near the end. Chuck Tingle. Hey, you didn't tell us is what this is going to be. Ah, at the Chuck end. Tingle's a fucking excellent <laughs> series. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so okay, what, I'm so looking. very quickly, guys. Um, so at this point, Hyacinth is going to screech in pain and fall to the ground. Okay, so oh. yeah, I, I I managed to power through this, and you know, after a bit of sort of writhing on the floor and and, and you know, holding my hands on, on my head, going ah 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 my head ah my head ah my head ah, 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 ah it sort of slightly calmed down, and I. Turn around, you guys. Said my head really hurts. Basically, that's that's the issue. But we we, we figured that. I mean, we we didn't, yeah, didn't take as long to yeah. kind of figure that out. Uh, Quick, Hyacinth, tell us what's wrong. I don't know. I, I I just had this very strange um sound in my head, and my my head my head just 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 felt like a terrible migraine. Um. Yeah. You've been infected. Have I? You got, that, you got that goo all over you. You must have been infected. I mean... Well, do you want to check me and see if you can maybe find something on me? Uh, I, can, I, I can give it a go, but... All right, Theo, from what we can yeah. tell, it starts in the pants area, so you're going to start, you're gonna have to start the examination hey, around there. Take your pants off. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm going to do this. Oh, but George can. She's wearing a dress. Yeah, George is like a stick. <laughs> do you need to do a charm roll to get his pants, her pants off first, George? It don't need to be. <laughs> Just because you want to get in her pants don't mean everyone does. Oh, I only got eyes for, for Annalise. Yeah, keep telling you so that. All right, so I'm going to oh, check. Geez. I'm going to check roof over. Uh, not roof, sorry. Hi, yeah. Yeah, Ruth only has ice for Drew. Come on. Listen, George, if you're going to already forget her. <laughs> yeah, that's why she can't do the first aid check. She doesn't want to look at other women either. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, you did a first aid check on Hyacinth. Um, you're not really Ooh. finding anything. Uh, if there's any of that black stuff on her, it's gone. Um, there's still, you know, viscera, blood cuts bone fragments yeah you guys look terrible if you look at each other you look like you've been in a war zone or on the set of carrie uh at the end of the prom scene <laughs> oh, God. fair enough how, how are we gonna paper. walk out the shop i mean kind of safe to exploded probably gonna cop a murder charge that's kind of what i was going I was, my next thing with like that's why i was looking at the body is i was gonna see if we need to kind of <laughs> figure out how to get rid of the, what's left of the body I mean, I mean, I what? got a ladder. That damn German just walked out of this room with a teacup. True. But, uh... Yes, he did. we walk out of here, we better get arrested. Is there an arm left? Oh, no. Yes. Can I pick up said arm? Oh, no. Um, It's still attached to his body, ah, but yeah. Ah, I was going to say, because, uh... We we could make it look he's, like he he, uh, he appears to be fairly intact. Just ah, right. so you know. It's more like there's just chest burst open. We could make it look like he he burned his own place down. Perhaps. Mm. How about we just tell the police? And yeah, how are they going to believe dead? And now, I Root, I would agree with you. And as a Christian, and as a as a, you know, a law-abiding citizen that I am, I would agree with you. But I don't really think the constables are going to believe a story that a. Uh, that uh, uh, we just came upon this man, his chest exploded. 
especially considering said constable is always looking for an excuse to put people he thinks are drunk in jail. They'll probably just think Dr we're, we're drunk. Dr what the hell is he going to accuse us of doing to the guy? Blowing him up. Tell me, how the hell? What What is he going to say? What What's he going to accuse us of here? Murder? I would say murder. I don't know. He, I, I'd I, like you to be a little more specific. I don't really think he has to have a lot of evidence to say that we did it, but there's enough here to say that we were here when it happened. You we are, are here. You're covered in literally the man who is dead on the floor. I don't, I know. I don't think he's going to need much more I agree convincing. With, I agree with you, Ruth. I do. And I would like to think the justice system would keep would uh would have our backs on this, but we know it ain't. I think we need to get rid of the body well, somehow. Well, just so you know, the thir number 13 on the map is the constabulary. Uh, number six is occult books. There's no side door for occult books. However, if you are quick about it and walk out the front door and quickly go to the right around the corner, there should be uh, a spigot and faucet if you wanted to try and clean yourself up. I mean... Ruth could probably just take all the suspicion off herself by running out into the stream and s street and screaming, "Help! Help!" Well, they don't covered, covered in blood, gunge. So I yeah. could probably just walk out and be like, "Yeah, I mean, that's a Drew good way it. to that's a good way to frame the rest of the party, man." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would say. If you are you going to do that, shop. Cap? Is there mm, not other clothes lying around inside the shop, like costumes or something? So how about we just go to the faucet wash up? I don't know. Do you not want to dress up as like 1920s Batman? Exactly. Sure. Is there other clothing in this shop that they could potentially change into? Uh, there is a, two different coats in the back. One for slightly uh, warmer weather and another one for much colder weather. Uh, but there are five of you here, but only four of you look like you've been through a war zone. You can probably negate some of that by taking off some of your own outerwear and using that as a method to clean yourselves up briefly, uh, or at least enough that you're not <laughs> very noticeably uh, suspicious. You know what it is. Let's go dress up. Well, hold hijinks. on, hold on yeah. one second here. No, Ruth's a confident girl. She'll just get her clothes off. It's fine. Well, hold on one second here. I disappear out to the front of the shop, grab a couple of books, tear a few pages out. And wipe your eyes Here, use these. Wipe yourself down. Well, that gives Drew an idea about going back to your idea of having it frame him that he burned it down. What if we just burn the evidence? Why are we burning the shop down at all? Uh, well, there is a crime scene in here. Yeah, which nobody knows except us so far. We uh, get out of someone's here. Someone's going to find it. It's going to smell eventually. It's going to be here eventually. I hate to say it, Drew, but for once, we're in agreement. I do like this plan. I like this idea. What do you think, Ruth? We're two and one right now. Oh my god, Drew. I don't want to do this, but seems as it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can take my clothes off with you if that's what you want me to do. 
Get yourself and cleaned we... up first, and then <laughs> we'll go and burn it down. Mm. All the evidence is gone. I would simple. Right. So Ruth is um, convinced by the idea of going and cleaning herself off with Drew. That'd probably be a good idea. We probably should clean ourselves up, uh, metagaming a little bit, not as Drew, but we probably should clean ourselves up because uh, I can see if we start the fire and then try to do that, we run out covered in blood. Because once we start the fire, I mean, it's not that far, I would say, as you can see. I, I can't see the numbers, sadly, on the map, so I don't know how far away the constant is. Click it. Click it. Click on the map. Weird. I still can't do it. Nothing. I'm clicking on it, nothing happening. Either way, um, they could be here at a moment's notice, uh, you know, if we set the place on fire. Keep in mind, they were looking extremely busy. Could be, yeah. But uh, the constabulary's really close, but they were they were really busy. Yeah, I still don't want to take the chance of, like, trying to clean ourselves up while it's burning. Probably have to clean ourselves up, then come back and set the fire. Solves the problem of cleaning um, away our evidence huh? and then solves the problem of figuring out what to do with the body. Did anybody want to take a peek through one of the blinds in the windows to see if there's a lot of people milling about? Sure, yeah. start screaming. The coast is... Drew, if we, if we go out and turn right, your house is basically a straight line right past the clinic. Mm, Could we right. go to your house, Drew? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, you got to run it, but yeah, you're going to run right past the clinic. Uh-huh. Mm. We might try. I but really think we should go to your house, Drew. Again, like I said, right on the, <laughs> like, almost the outside of the bookshop is, like, a water faucet. You know how sometimes they would have those attached to houses, or you can a just hose, turn the crank on, and it would just be a communal water yeah, source? Yeah, so basically what Ruth is suggesting here is that we clean ourselves off a wee bit in the faucet and then head to Drew's house to get a change of clothes. And then burn it down. Oh, maybe set it on fire. Go for it. Before we leave. All right. Well, yeah. If everyone's agreement with that, then you guys go clean yourself off and we'll set it on fire. Mm -hmm. Well, so you did a spot hidden. Uh, I'm so sorry. I guess I missed the part. Did we see anybody outside? All right. Let's just book it. Not really anybody outside. The sooner we get out of here, the better. All right, let's go clean ourselves up. I guess we got a plan, team. Put your hands in for a huddle. <laughs> All three, go team. And break. Surely that should be a dex roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I mean, what do we what do we need to do? So, okay, so hang on. I'll just I'll just fill out uh, a power check there. That's that's the point there. Uh, Hyacinth, you don't have to roll anymore. Thank God, because my next my next click was gonna be literally to do. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. Handgun. Uh, uh, never mind. Yo, what you planning there? If they were gonna, if Hyacinth was gonna go on the floor freaking out again after watching after this dude apparently blew up, you know, it's quicker. So the place is on fire? So you guys are going outside to clean yourselves yes. up? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. What, do we right. need to roll anything or we just so, go? So, 
No, you can just go. So Theo doesn't have anything on him, but that would be George, Drew, Ruthann. It doesn't take very long. The water's really ice cold, but you guys power through it. Uh, and when it starts to run less pink through your fingers, you, you're pretty much sure you got it. You can confer with each other. Um, you don't see anyone out on the street. It's a little strange, uh, you know. There's not even any kids out playing. There's no school right now. Not this close to a holiday. Are, are we still playing? Right, yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a run to Drew's house then. Yeah, you guys want to run to Drew's house? Go for it. Uh, what were you uh, saying? Are we still burning it down, or? <laughs> I mean, if we want, to, uh, if you want to commit arson, we can. I mean, there's a dead body that's literally in pieces. Was that not the idea? Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah, Ruth was never really on board with the whole burning it down thing, so she's just happy to okay. get cleaned up and run yeah. away. Well, burn it down then. Leave a corpse in there. Mm -hmm. uh, did you want to get some? Um... Something to start the fire from Drew's house. Do you guys carry flint and tinder on yeah. you? I mean, someone um, here has probably got smoky habit, but if well, we burn this, I mean, it is it is in a cold bookshop. There's going to be candles yeah. in there. If we burn this down, you know, got no does anyone have a fire man's crimes? Mm. Yeah, keep it up. Correct. Is there a set of keys that we could potentially lock the door so no one else can go in? Mm. Not that you've found so far, but you can look. Yep. Yeah, 71 out of 60. That ain't happening. At least not for Theo. Anyone else? Yeah. That's because Hyacinth is still standing in that room. She didn't come out yet to clean herself hmm. off. She's just standing there. Hmm. Do we need to... Yeah. I, I guess we kind of torch it, torch it, torch it, torch it, torch it, torch it. <laughs> Drew, Drew went back in there. <laughs> She's possessed. Figure this out, but I guess. Yep. Hyacinth, you feel oh, fine. Yeah. Oh, it's okay, guys. I'm back. I'm back in the room. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Get, get that lighter. What are you doing, guys? Uh, you know, come on. Oh help my! Me. What are you, what are you <laughs> doing, <laughs> Matt? Where we do not find crimes, we will commit them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey there, hey there, hey there, purse snatcher. Don't add murder to the list. I mean, someone's dead in there, but uh, don't don't cause, uh, don't give them another excuse to pin something on us something by actually right. killing someone. Something ain't right, just something like it ain't, ain't right. right. <laughs> so just like it ain't one right with a right, so it looks guy like from the church. What just happened there is he said something ain't right, shot at Hyacinth. Hyacinth did a backflip and dodged the bullet. Matrix level. And, um, and now Drew is Yeah, that chick is now. gone. Uh, Hyacinth has left. Well, got them moving at least. But did we see which direction they ran out in? Uh, Hyacinth, you would have gone to the left. Okay. Yep. We gotta. We gotta follow them. We gotta follow yep. them. Some, some fucking that's the same. That's the same way that pastor went. The same went. direction. We gotta go. Like creepy German. The Germans. What are we gonna do about the? What are we gonna do about the body in here? We just gonna leave. Cooper it like ain't this? our problem. We didn't kill him. Let's go. Oh, it. oh well. Time to. Uh, Hyacinth, you did not clean yourself off, so you still are covered in uh, evidence. So. <laughs> not at the moment. You don't care right. though. You don't care right now. Quick, quick plan. Mm. Quick plan, guys. Around. We're chasing a person covered in viscera. We'll just blame it all on Hyacinth. All right, well, let's go after. Her. Let's go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> 
All right, so instead of going to Drew's house, we're going to turn left and chase Hyacinth. Okay, go ahead and give chase. Uh, Hyacinth, you, uh, <laughs> you're not a member of this town. You can try and duck into a place and hide from them. You can try and uh, follow some of the instructions yep. I'm sending you now. <laughs> or you can make your so own decision. So, I, 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 I ran out, I chucked to the left. I'm going to just... Yeah. I want to see these messages. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure Cartman's responses are quite scholarly. Yeah, that's so, yeah, I'm going to so turn left. I'm going to run as fast as I can. Just keep running. I'm literally just doing a forest gump here. Um, I'm running towards a police station. That, that sort of direction. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, yes. Damn, she's fast yes. They're very women. close by. Hmm. I'm I'm sure they would have no problem letting you Covered in. in blood, yes. Um <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> yes. How far away are we from uh, she had a little bit of a lead on you. Uh, based on your run speeds, I think you guys were about evenly matched. Um, Can you see your run speeds? Uh, on the PDF, it'll be easier. I don't think I've put oh, okay. the movement, which is not on here. Ah, yeah, I can see that. Move nine. I've got Move five. Seven. Jesus Christ, I'm a slash. Oh. Ruth is outrunning all of you. I'd like to point out, though, on a hard success um, beating a dodge roll, technically I would have hit. It's more fun if you don't we get to chase Cartman. Yeah, we get the chaser if you don't. <laughs> yeah, we get to hunt Cartman down. The, the handgun versus the dodge? Because mm, it has to beat the level of success. That's right. But they are correct. Oh, well, it is yeah. more fun if we have to chase him. It's, it's just going to add to the thematics. <laughs> Hyacinth, feel free to tell the police that that... Uh, Drifter yes. shot me. I mean, you. he um, he didn't hit me quite. He, he sort of grazed my uh, my arm, and you got the, the bullet graze, you know, that sort of mark on my arm. So I'm, I, I run into the police officer and shout, <coughs> "Please, police! My arm, my arm! That madman shot at me! Help me, please!" Theo, you can go ahead and roll your damage for that uh, hit, and thank you for the reminder. Uh, damage. What should be enough to have killed Carmen? <laughs> <laughs> a handgun is one d eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. You'd live another day, Carmen. Does anyone else have a gun? No. Sadly, <laughs> I do. I do. Hold, on. Hold on, you do. Oh come on! Oh, I have a twelve gauge shotgun. Drew shoots her as she's running away. Uh, Drew, are you? <laughs> Who are you shooting oh, yeah. at, Hyacinth? Take her down. <laughs> oh, I've got to ask her right outside. Am I at the police station or running to the police station at this point? Drew, were you shooting while you were running or did you hold still? Oh, oh it's an extreme. you got to let him have that. Oh, uh, hands of the distance. Oh. It is pretty good. Oh. I just wanted to know for the thematics. Oh. Okay, I just... Did you did you pause and fire or did you I'll, run? The range is long enough that you'll hit him regardless. I will be extremely honest. Yes. Um, 
I just kind of hit the role for handgun. Uh, I didn't really think about maybe there might be someone around or what we're doing. I just shot. It just goes um, off in your pocket. Yeah. It, <laughs> does it, it hits the ground. You see, the whole, like, my pocket just explodes. Like, ah! ah! God, horrible at these things. If you want, you can roll a luck check. But if you fail, you hit something oh. you don't want to. Especially if it's in your pocket, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. Come on. 99.55. I hope you didn't you like are... your uh, right foot there. You are now Jeez. a eunuch. <laughs> oh, God. You just hit your femoral artery. I'm Good not luck that, that bad. Oh, You're not, but I am. Uh, Drew, you just blew off some oh, of your toes. Oh. Uh, ow. Ow. But Not it's extreme success. Like I slightly was aiming for my toes, so I just—it's like the <laughs> best like shot you've ever seen. But at the same time, my luck. <laughs> How much health uh, have you got? And it was just, just the tips of your last two. Your pinky toe on the one next to it. Just the oh, tip my of favorite it. toes. Oh you, god. You aim oh. perfectly, but it like hits off of like a belt buckle or a stud or something on your target and bounces back <laughs> and gets you in the foot. Uh, oh man. Yep. <laughs> You want me to finish you off there? Oh, uh, oh I can't now. I'm a eunuch, so you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can Ruth reflexively try and help him out? Go for it. You might need oh, a little God. assistance just... after. Literally, I, Ruth has not passed a first aid check yet. She pulls out her rifle. <laughs> Here, this will help with the go. rest of those toes. <laughs> Okay. Polish this for me. <laughs> Do something useful. Yeah, so I just walk up oh, and sort of poke him in the toes a wee bit. Well, Theo, you managed to uh, uh, succeed in your first aid no problem. Uh, you bandage up his foot. I just like stick it back in. <laughs> we just look up and Isaac's gone. You got any you? <laughs> what we're doing again? I don't even remember. Man. Uh. <laughs> you, yeah. That blew the uh, the plan right out of your head. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh God! That, the other head's gone. We've already assessed that that's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hyacinth has run off. You did manage to wing her while she was getting ready to flee, and Drew. Did an excellent shot, however, uh, I did not hear that he was actually aiming and firing, so his um, luck check determined that it was a uh, bad. I'd say Does I would he like take the eight um, damage aim from that. Oh, <laughs> it's Jay! Jay! I'm gonna get Jay! I'm gonna be your DM ne next time we do this. You do know, Jay? Don't do this to me. Token, you know I'm dying anyway. You cannot Jay. friend me. You cannot kill me in a way that matters. Ugh. You will never, never be able so, to. Jay. Drew. So Drew can stay in the game. You can either each of you Drew a do uh, at least one hard first aid check, or because of the extreme success of your shot, yet you shot yourself, I would half the damage. So I have eight hit points. So that would have yep. killed me. Yep. I mean, it was a headshot. Yep. 
I killed myself. Gonna, yeah. So I'm gonna say that <laughs> Theo was able to uh, save your foot. You did not take the full extent of the damage, and uh, we can roll on uh, from there. Sorry, half. Limp one from there. <laughs> you're gonna have a limp. Yeah. All right. Yeah. At least you're not gonna be called okay, stumpy. Really limp. <laughs> so I go. I go to. I go. I take half. So I go <laughs> four. Go down to four hit points. All right. Yep. Oh gosh. Although you would get one back from first aid. There you uh -huh. go. That was a very good first okay. aid. So five. Okay, got it. So you're down three. Inches. <laughs> you had to throw that. That's in all there, you had yeah. to begin with. Oh, oh. Takes and how takes seven you hit know? points of sand of, of, of just <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> Oh, he just dies of horrible emotional pain. <laughs> Jade, I'd just like to point out I am so sorry we've completely derailed this. That's okay. And we still don't have a clue what's going on with that actual <laughs> evil presence in the town. Said already the game like the game's already over. Like whatever evil villain yeah. is gonna be has already won. We're just over here like, oh my god, you just shot. It's just a clown show. <laughs> <sighs> oh, at least yeah. it isn't your problem, Matt. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god, did anybody see where Hyacinth went? Thank you, Cap. Yeah. Uh, to the cop station. Anyone? The cop station. They went to the police. I, I don't know, my foot hurts. I didn't say anything. Am I muted? No, Shit. you're not. Oh, you're no. good. Fucking hell. She went to the police. Let's go to the PlayStation in or whatever, and I'm I'm limping now. I'm just trying to go as fast yeah, as I can. I'm limping. I think uh, I think Russ actually tried to get under his arm and help him. Just walk with him. That's what you get for unionizing you piece of shit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> did you want to pursue? Or did you pursue. want to do something else? We need to pursue. Pursue. All right. Before she's gonna have a shootout with the police. Before that chest burster comes out and uh infects someone else. Wait, hang on a minute. They were all acting mad. What if they've all exploded in the Oh fuck. Oh no, Matt, no. Why did you speak this into existence? Uh oh. Although to be fair, I don't think uh Bozo Bomboy actually showed any symptoms before he went. And you just kind of. Oh, we don't know. We, we hadn't seen them before. Uh, um, seen it'd them been at least a couple diner. of hours. It'd been a couple of hours. Yeah, fair. Hmm. I think we just need to get the ball rolling. That's High Camp is pretty much our only lead at the moment. Yeah, so what's happening in the police station? Yeah. Are you yes, guys over there? Yeah. Barge yeah. then. Hyacinth, where where did you go afterwards? Did you go into the back? Are you looking out for your I uh, I want to say I got invited into the back room to, to be for my wound to be tended to by because it's a police station they'll have a first aid kit surely. Um, and obviously they want to question me. I'm covered in blood, so I'm, I'm saying I'm I'm behind the clothes. Yeah, they, they're working on you. Uh, one person that they can spare is working on you. He looks like a really junior uh, detective sort. And um, everybody else, it's calmed down a little bit, but there's still a lot of talking, uh, a lot of noise going on. And uh, 
you hear people want out of their cells. You hear the cops are complaining that um, there's just too much of this to handle. And uh, you, because it's not really anybody trying to keep any secrets in here, the constable is getting ready to leave to go to the next town. He's looking for some backup. Okay, so Ruth just screams. Cooper just exploded. Oh, good God, Ruth. You Why would you frame it, it like that? We're, we're talking about something else right now. We're trying to get hostage. Why would you bring up Cooper? What? Oh, hell. Ah, fuck, because they ain't going to believe he exploded. They believe she killed him, though. Well, how would you know she, <laughs> she he exploded? Then now they're going to ask these questions. Oh, my gosh, Ruth. Where's Hyacinth? Uh, the the nearest person that is there is one of two deputies, and he looks like he's being pulled every which way. When Ruth Ann says that, uh, he's like, "What? People explode all the time. They're all, you know, trying to blow off some steam. Just go work out your own personal problems." So clearly, he did not understand what. Uh, I can't. Went bozo. She went nuts. She she be running in here. Hyacinth's um, a big bozo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to figure out who was talking. That is yeah, yeah, George, George was talking, right? Desire George. Okay. Um, the deputy's kind of glancing over at Theo, who he does not know, and. uh Leans closer to George. Yeah, this traveler came in town. He was walking in a the shop. We were in the back rooms. There's been a murder. And Hakim, she, she covered in blood, covered in gore. She ain't, she ain't right. So, so this uh, out-of-town lady, you're saying she's I'm lying? I'm saying she, there's been a murder. You can check the bookshop. There's a corpse torn to bits. And she came, she came running out of there. She, she stalked still covered in blood. Drew's, Absolutely covered in bone and bits. Viscera, everything. Drew steps up and he's like, I, yeah, I can, much as me and George don't really get along, especially with the work, but I can, I can validate what he's saying. I agree. I, 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 can, I saw it too. John, John Cooper be murdered in the back rooms. Ruth just pipes in with, it looks like he exploded. There was bits missing. He was definitely eating them. I don't know what the fuck it was, but John Cooper's corpse dying dead in the back rooms of that damn cold shop. I know you're busy to hear, but there ain't anything more well, serious than this. This is just fine. I don't need any more shit on my plate. The, the guy literally threw his uh, notepad down on the ground. Um, a murder? Really? Ruth, Ruth picked up the notepads. Go ahead and take the back to him. Sorry, sorry, man. Thanks. <laughs> My bad. Thanks. Who could be? I am the officer now. Uh, he takes a look behind him at the chaos going on in the department. He says, "All right, let's go." Okay. Show me. Lean back to the. Uh, you gonna leave hiking for that long? She. You got someone watching her at least. If she in here, she ran past. We need to find her as well. Well, it looks like someone shot her, so she's being cleaned up and seen to. Guy Why? seen to her armed? Uh, yeah. Fuck, you dick. Shit, it's a good thing we didn't burn down the bookshop. Yeah, he 
mean, she just just killed a man. I don't know if she should be leaving her room with some. She. No worries, George. <sighs> she's in the constab uh, constabulary. I think I think she's uh, I think she's being taken care of. I think it's probably the least, Fair. definitely not the place that she can get away with some. So. Ah, fuck. I hope so. Right. Let's go. What if she's like one of them hive mind things? All right, well, purse snatcher. You've had enough harebrained stories for the day. You can you can just keep your trap shut. Let's go. Something Let's go show the nice officer, officer the murder scene. Fuck sure. On, then. All right, let's go. Let's show him the bookshop, the gore, the viscera, the blood everywhere. All right, we're trundled back. Traumatize the police officer. How many how many sanity points does he lose? Okay, okay. Well, he's going to take the lead because he's familiar with the place and he okay, knows so, where Eclipse Books um, is. He goes in there and so, he uh, just... So very quickly, in the police station, uh -huh. I just want to jump in there. So, um, is everyone in the sort of the foyer of the police station at the moment? It's all like everyone's all like looking around, just doing whatever, right? Okay, yeah. cool. So I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm going to run out of um, my hiding area, and I'm going to try to uh, machete George in the face. Jesus shit. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't oh, even yes. the dude that shot you, motherfucker. Uh, oh, you, you failed anyway, never mind. No, I didn't I'm mean to luck on that, actually. How much luck do you Six, have? You're gonna use 52 luck? Cartman, I swear to God, if you are after me again, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I'm oh, actually I'm luck, okay. This is not I the have, first I've time got... Cartman has attempted murder and I've, I've got, crimes as against as said, my I've, person. I've literally got four, um, four hit points here. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to machete you in the face. You motherfucker! Like, that as well. Okay, sure, right. My dodge roll failed. I'm not gonna spend all my. Can I just point out that as he's exactly. running out, well, as she's running out with this machete, gun comes out, pretty much like the fastest gun. You the are pulling a gun out in the middle of a police station. Nah, hold on. Let, let, hold on. Order of events is Cartman manages They're to get me with his machete because that's what yeah, the rules indicate. Of course. Yeah. So roll damage, Cartman. First. Yeah, sorry, damage for a machete. I can't actually see that. Was... But you failed the rolls. Uh, he spent he's spending luck. a shit ton of luck. Yeah, I'm literally uh... using all my luck, so I know I'm going to die out of this. Hyacinth <laughs> <laughs> tripped up on a phone line, did a front <laughs> flip, and a cartwheel, and just sort of... T-posed like she did <laughs> a game. He glitched out, went yeah. to the other end, came back, and all of a sudden just like slagged out yeah. behind. Yeah. <laughs> two, two damage. Okay, that's fine. God damn it. Beep, boop, beep, boop, Right. And for the handgun. Yep. One. So the policeman has literally just seen so, Heikamp uh, come out and stab me with a machete. So uh, I think our case is pretty um, good at the moment. <laughs> Hyacinth, yeah, who are you aiming George. at again? George. George. The established quarry manager okay. of the town. Uh, -huh. uh so something else is going on here too. George, can you uh tell me what you did in response to Hyacinth? Attempted attacking? to dodge back from it and get away from the crazy. Okay, and you failed yeah, your dodge. So she Sorry. completely tackled Sorry. you and is trying to hack you with the machete, yeah. correct? Uh, Hyacinth, roll me a dex check. Yes, yeah. Oh. Oh, lovely. Uh, you fail and you land on top of George and you are both tackled to the ground. 
Hyacinth, remember what you went through before? The same the thing kind check. of happens again. A little bit different the this check. time, then. Uh-oh. Ah, oh, fuck. No, no, it's not that. Although, oh, no. awesome. Cartman, can you stop uh, fucking me over? You can do a combination of it. Take so yes, dinner first. the power check you <laughs> can use. <laughs> what happens is you your body locks up. Everyone is witnessing this. And suddenly, she goes limp <laughs> and uh, loses consciousness. And you see uh, out of the pores of her skin, some of this black material appears to be seeping out. Not like it's a liquid, but if rock could move or powder. And it kind of dissipates and goes away. Yeah, I'm pushing, I'm pushing uh, Hyken off me. As fast as possible. Absolutely not. Hell no. Scrambling out from under her. Just nope, nope. Black hole stuff bad. Learned his lesson from that. <laughs> yeah, I think Ruth would help him at this uh... point. Ruth would be kicking her off of George as well as George pushing her. So. I mean, I did shoot into the mess. So mm -hmm. I mean, I could shoot again. Don't shoot again while Tiger's yeah. working with the Ruth is probably... Yeah, Hyacinth is literally unconscious right now. And you saw this black stuff come out of her and Jesus. Alright, so I just sort of gesture to the policeman. Like <laughs> You see this shit? See this? See that shit? Uh nope. <laughs> Should we uh call it for the night here? Yeah, seems like a good Uh he failed his sanity roll. He's just staring <laughs> Blindly at what he just witnessed. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> this? Are you telling us that to do a wee bit of a to be continued here, man? Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. About to say it's... I have work in the morning. <laughs> I'm about to say yeah, it, is 11, it is 11 p.m. for you guys out there. <laughs> so. All right, excellent. So, Hyacinth, Hyacinth is down, unconscious. We've just had a Barney in a police station. And we still don't have a clue what's going on. Yep. <laughs> I'd say that's some fucking excellent progress there, chaps. What, we need what to end it just work. right. All right, everybody, put your hands in. Let's go. Let's go. Go team, all three. Go team, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you going to throw Hyacinth's limp hand yeah. in there, too? Uh, I, don't I feel like after she stabbed one of our friends, I feel like we're I'm going to use like... the end of my shotgun to like prop her hand up, like hovering over her so she's not touching it. <laughs> go team. God. Hey there, my name is Soren. You can also find me at Soren G on Twitch and at Daily Dingus and Pick of Cthulhu on Tumblr, where we'll occasionally post art about the campaign. Hello, I am Ethan. Um, if you guys want to find me outside of the podcast, I am actually a Twitch streamer by trade. I play I play variety of games on Twitch. I'm the Red Toucan, but I also upload all of those to YouTube as well, Red Toucan there, and to TikTok, Red Toucan as well. Hello there ladies and gentlemen, I go by Captain Hero Man and you can find me playing video games on Twitch. A special thanks to Sirenscape for providing most of the sound effects you hear in this episode.